your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant and Wrestling champion, the man who won the title right here in Atlanta, Georgia, Dusty Rhodes. Welcome back, Dusty. God, hold this just a minute. You want a little bit? Go. I got something to say. You know, let me have this thing. You know, I've been all over the country, and I've been missing. I've been missing 17 because Dusty Rhodes is the scene on 17. Everybody be talking jive when I was gone. They be saying that. They do that. Do you know what fashionable means? Do you know what fashionable means? Fashionable means that's somebody that starts a trend. Well, I was bad before it was fashionable. I was the American dream before it was fashionable. I was the greatest lover in the world before it was fashionable. And I am the greatest wrestler in the world now because it's fashionable. Now, the world's heavyweight title belongs to the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. You know, they say, they say, you know, Blue Eyes Soul, where did you get it from? You got to be born with it, Jack. You just can't put on a pair of shoes and say you got soul. I'm going to go on record right now telling everybody, from Jimmy Snooker to Tommy Rich, all the way down to Nature Boy Rick Flair. If he wants some of me, anywhere, anytime, all they got to do is call my Aunt Nanny. She stay right here in Atlanta because I'm over there eating some cornbread, getting down with my main squeeze, Jack. And I'll be ready. I'll be ready for Freddy. Be ready for action. Let me tell you something, too, Holly Race. If you want it one more time, I don't want to go to St. Louis. I don't want to go to Chicago. I don't want to go to Philadelphia. I don't want to go to Louisiana. I don't want to go to Texas. I want to whip your butt right here in Georgia one more time. You understand? That's all the dream got to say right now. I'm going to be back in a minute with a big victory, Jack. I'm sure Lee is uh, jamming right now. Fingers in the air, head banging. While eating a chicken. It's the most ridiculous name for a sandwich I've ever heard of in my life. Ridiculous. Absolutely. You're not going to tell me otherwise. I had a chicken sandwich, homemade chicken sandwich, today for dinner. The key is not mayonnaise, it's Caesar dressing. That's me. Anyways, let's get things started. Tuesday night, June 29th, 2021, episode 692 of the Rant is officially live across the airwaves of Rant Entertainment Media, RantMRadio.com, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, <coughs> 6.0 on your CB, 101.5 Light FM in Miami. 
Z100 up in New York. Anyways, we're live. We're closing out the month of June today, the 29th, and uh, like I said, we're live. Double A, as always, being joined by Tony C. Hey, yo. And we may be joined, hopefully, by some others. Well, that's a, that's my uh, way of saying. The phones are open. The bat line's on. And if there are people from Baltimore with uh, nothing to do but waiting for me to harass the WWE, well, now's your opportunity to call in. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, it's another Tuesday night. So, if we're still not here, but that's okay. He's taking care of business. Okay. That's all. Randy M. Business. It's more like Silver Surfer business. <laughs> Randy M. Radio doesn't have that kind of business right now. Um, but yeah, so we'll hope hopefully we'll hear from Surfer uh, real soon. Um, but yeah, been an interesting week, I gotta say. Um, lots to talk about. Lots of things going on in the world. Um, you know. I'll touch on a few few of those things in a moment, but uh, but let's go around the room and see what's going on in everybody's personal life. And with that, we say hello to Tony C. and see what he's done these last seven days. Um, oh, everything's copacetic as normal, you know. Status too, quo. Too uh, extravagant going on. Um, um, you know, I haven't saw Fast Nine yet. Haven't made it out to see that. Hopes to. Uh, but other than that, you know, everything's still everything. Man, starting the process of the home buyer oh, look at that. process. So we'll see how this is going to play out. Puzzle. Man, look at you. Yeah. All right. Well, good, good, good. You were not hanging out backstage at a Dave Chappelle concert this weekend? No, no, no. That's Mr. McMahon does uh, things like that. Apparently, the Mr. whole McMahon. the whole McMahon family was at that show over the weekend. So, I didn't realize uh, Vince was a Dave Chappelle fan. Well, you know, they got that. They try to get that stigma off them from you know, old old red hair. So. Oh. Right. You know, so that's why now you don't even hear about mention of how Linda was, you know, working for the dude and stuff. So you know, mm-hmm. okay, he probably won't even be invited back around WWE for a long time. Yeah, probably, probably not. Ever. Probably not. Um, but, especially that he's uh, now making the uh, he's pushing pavement right now, so. He's pounding pavement, sorry. He's pounding yeah, pavement. Yeah, popping up at different funerals and stuff like that. Yeah, so. Um, alright, so, uh, alright, so it's been pretty, pretty quiet up in your neck of the woods. Well, you know, unfortunately, yeah. things have not been quiet down here. Um, I mean, if you've been living under a rock... You, you clearly you don't know what's going on in the world, but uh, right here in my uh, in my beautiful hometown of Miami, Florida, 
small little community of Surfside, right out, right, right on the beach, uh, suffered an immense tragedy uh, this past Thursday, uh, where a building collapsed on Collins Avenue, and uh, and the you know there is a a mass rescue, a massive rescue effort currently ongoing. Um, night and day, of course, the weather here um, has not helped. It has been raining and storming nonstop since Thursday. Uh, as a matter of fact, yeah, just before coming on the air, here, like it was, that here too. It's been it was just storming right now before coming on the air, and um, you know uh, what can I say? Um, you know, it, it it's a tragedy that. Um, you know, these things are, you don't plan for stuff like this. I mean, obviously, you don't plan on the building collapsing at one thirty in the morning. But wait a minute, Double A. Wait a minute. I got to stop you right there. Yeah. Because this reports out there that some people well, gave them heads up about this. Well, I'll you know get into saying? that. I will get into that. I'm talking about the innocent bystanders. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, okay. um, the, uh... The reality of the situation is, is that, you know, there are 149 people unaccounted for, and chances are they those num- that number will just migrate to the death toll column because we are, you know, tomorrow is day seven, and, um, and so far they've only recovered 12 bodies. Yeah, 12. Out of a hundred and what the number was originally one sixty, um, and the stories um, that are they are just um, they're sad. They really are sad, and you know here the obviously it's it's worldwide news, but here it's it's you know. It's been pretty consistent that that's what the local news has been here for the last five days, five or six days. And, um, you know, uh, it's not that I have anybody, you know, there. I'm not related to anybody that's affected by this. However, uh, you know, I do work in a fairly um, large company that has uh, a sizable office here in South Florida. And there are people that know people that were in the building and they're unaccounted for. Oh, um, damn. So, Sorry, so, you know, there are things like that going on. So it, it, while it, while it does not direct directly affect me, it's kind of indirectly affecting us as a community um, we had a, uh, a meeting on Friday morning. We have a usual department meeting on Friday mornings at 1030. And I thought it was not going to be mentioned, but somebody mentioned it in the meeting and the meeting kind of just went in that direction. And of course the sensitive ones, you know, started to cry and things like that. And, uh, it was, it was, um, it was tough. It was tough to to listen to, and it's still tough to hear. Um, you know, we've got, um, and then we got a political party that don't care about the infrastructure, and the roads and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, 
this is why that stuff matters, man. You know, here the um, the even like the local TV reporters, because here's here's the reality of the situation with what's going on. That is a I don't want to use the word affluent, but that is a very uh, well-to-do neck of the woods. They got money. There's money. They got money. There's money in that neighborhood. But, right. But but here's the thing: a lot of the people that live in that neighborhood, you know, it's a very dense neighborhood because it's all buildings, high rises. So, you know, that small city of Surfside, which I'm telling you, it's very small. Dry, you can drive on Collins Avenue through Surfside and be in and out of Surfside in five minutes. Right. Um. So. You know, you've got TV reporters that live down on the beach that live two, three buildings over. You've got a, the, the weatherman here for one of the TV stations. His aunt and uncle were in the building. And actually, he uh, they uh, they talked about it on the news. And um, his, his aunt and uncle were one of the first ones recovered. Um, but, wait a, but wait a minute, double so, A. Did you mention that Wolf was in your neck of the woods? Wolf was in my neck of the woods over the weekend. I believe all the all the all the bigwigs of the cable news network were in town this weekend. I mean, damn. Wolf Anderson, Jake Tapper, um, who's the other? Chris Cuomo. They uh, all came down for a spill. I'm not sure if Don Lemon was down here, but they they're all here. They were, were all here. Did you see the production trucks and all that? I mean, that, that's an area I don't I don't go to that area that often. Okay. You know, so um, I'm I'm probably a 25 minute drive from Surfside. Okay. But I know the okay. area well. I do know the area well, and um, you know, that's 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 a, a rich neighborhood, and you know, rich or not, it's it's a sad sad thing, and. Um, you know, and um, it is what it is. Um, they're starting to take the. Um, there's a wall that has been built right at the edge of the site where people can go and um, leave flowers and things like that. And the rescue workers are starting to find toys of the children that are were in the building, and they're starting to. The toys that are on the wall are starting to accumulate. A Nerf gun, a Winnie the Pooh doll, you know, caked in concrete and cement and things like that. Um, Those things are starting to uh, pile up at the site. Um, You know, but yeah, they're, you know, it was was bound to happen that... um, that uh, something was going to be found out about this building. It was going to be impossible. Now, I find it... um, I find it unbelievable that a building of such an affluent community... Okay? This This building has money. Okay, they're not strapped for cash. 
Um, why did it need? Why were were the repairs? Why was the uptake, the upkeep, not being done on the building? Because money, I know, was not an issue. And you know, here here in South Florida, if you've been following the news. You know, all the buildings in South Florida that I believe if there are a certain amount of stories or more go through a recertification process every 40 years to make sure that the building is structurally sound. And if it isn't, the building gets torn down and a new one gets put up. It's as simple as that. If it's not worth salvaging the building, most nine times out of ten, the building is worth you know saving. Most of the buildings, in in especially in that neighborhood are not 40 years old they, they might be 45 a couple here here and there but for the most part a lot of those buildings are 30 30 and under you know um, what doesn't make sense is that there is a sister tower this was the Champlain uh, South and right down the street one block over is the Champlain North and the upkeep of the Champlain North so far seems to have been done that everything on that building seems to be okay it was the South Tower that there was an issue um, so uh, it's here's the uh, this is from uh, let me see here this is this was the local report here that just that just uh, this aired yesterday on uh, here locally on Channel Seven. Alex, thank you. In the wake of the sorrow and Surfside, experts are struggling to answer the question: Why did this building collapse? Seven's Kevin Ozebek is live in Surfside, where an investigation is well underway. Kevin. And Lynn, we are learning there were residents and owners in the Champlain South Tower who were worried about the state of that structure. They say they were alarmed by cracks they would see and water damage they say was visible. Among those rescue crews are searching for is Elena Chavez Blosser. Her son says she would often complain about issues in the building and he would witness them too. There would be water in the garage, there would be cracks around the pool deck. The 7 Investigates team has also found this lawsuit from 2015. A unit owner filed suit against the Champlain South Condo Board because she said water entered into the property through the cracks in the outside wall of the building. And she alleged the Condo Board failed to maintain the common elements and the outside walls of the building. That lawsuit was later dismissed. But three years later, in 2018, an engineering report on the building from Morabito Consulting was released. It noted abundant cracking and concrete slabs that needed to be replaced because they were showing signs of distress. The report was sent by a board member to Ross Prieto. At the time, Prieto was working in Surfside's building department. A month after the report, Prieto attended a Champlain South board meeting. In an email afterwards, he wrote, the response was very positive from everyone in the room. All main concerns over their 40-year recertification process were addressed. I want you to know that in 2018, we had a board meeting and we sat there with the town of Surfside and the town of Surfside said to us that the building was not in bad shape. 
that was building was not in bad shape. Champlain South unit owner Susanna Alvarez told NPR she attended a 2018 board meeting along with town officials. I want answers. Yes, I want answers. I want major answers. That was my home. We went to Ross Prieto's home and repeatedly called him to get his side of the story, but no luck. The engineering firm who authored the report tells 7 News, our report detailed significant cracks and breaks in the concrete, which required repairs to ensure the safety of the residents and public. In the meantime, a field team from the NIST, or National Institute of Standards and Technology, is here on the ground. They've started a preliminary investigation that may turn into a multi-year investigation to pinpoint the cause of the collapse. It's important that we do it right, that we do it systematically, and we're going to work until we get the right answer. And today we learned Ross Prieto is now working for a private company called CAP Government Incorporated. And through this corporation, he was working inside the building department at the city of Doral. We now have this statement we just got this afternoon from the city of Doral. It says on June 28, 2021, so today, CAP Government Incorporated notified the city of Doral that Mr. Prieto was on a leave of absence and assigned another employee to assist the city of Doral's building department on a temporary basis. Live in Surfside, Kevin Ozebeck, 7 News. There you go. So, you know, it sucks. It sucks what's going on. Um, here. And everybody pointing their fingers is gonna start. You know they gonna start. It's passing the book. You know. I don't That's think. But here's the thing. I don't think it was the city. It sounds like the condo, the board, failed. Here because the city, the city can only do so much. Oh yeah. You know, and um, it is what it is. Uh, you know. Here was um here was one of the one of the stories that uh, and I'm gonna play that and then we'll move on because this is this is sad but here's here was the story I was telling you about the um about how it even goes all the way to, it's affecting like TV personalities and stuff the collapse hitting close to home for the WSVN family our beloved chief meteorologist Phil Farrow losing two loved ones. The Champlain Towers South tragedy is being felt by so many, including Seven's chief meteorologist, Phil Farrow. His cousin, Sergio Lozano, seeing the unimaginable. I tell her, Lola, the building's not there. She's yelling and saying, what do you mean? My parents' apartment's not there. It's gone. In the morning when my uh, cousin called me, and uh, he was basically... Uh, in tears, and I still couldn't believe it until uh, we got the surveillance video that showed the building collapsing, and that kind of it kind of breaks your heart. Phil says his family is still processing the loss of 79-year-old Gladys and her husband, 83-year-old Antonio. Gladys was Phil's godmother, Antonio his uncle. Here's the pair celebrating Antonio's 80th birthday. The couple just weeks away from another milestone, their 59th wedding anniversary. So my godmother was probably one of the most beautiful people in the world that I've ever known. For any occasion, she would cook. She, they would be the life of the party. 
Uh, my, my uncle, Tony, uh, very much quick with a, a joke. And, and they were truly the kind of people who, whatever you needed, they were there for you, for the entire family. Phil says his uncle's dream was to live on the beach. After more than 20 years of condo living, watching their two boys have children, and even getting the chance to meet their first great-grandchild, that dream turned into a nightmare early Thursday morning. In the blink of an eye, everything is gone, everything changes, and uh, so we just need to love each other. Phil says his cousins are coping, grateful to have something they know dozens of families still don't have, the ability to lay their loved ones to rest. And they were found together. And so we're all going with the, uh, with the thought that they never knew what happened. They fell asleep, and that was it. The man who has helped countless 7 News viewers get through weather events has this advice for those bracing for a different kind of storm. They may be gone physically, but they're not gone from your heart. So, um, yeah, just have faith. Just have faith, he says. The Lozanos will be laid to rest this week. There you go. So I, I can only say that, um, you know, if you're a person that uh, that believes in faith and things like that, you know, just keep, um, you know, keep South Florida, you know, in your thoughts because, you know, we're going through, we're going through some tough times right now. I mean, this is not easy. It's affecting, it's affecting a lot of people in a, in a very weird way. And, um, um, I think, I think what's, um, really taking, you know, getting to people is that, you know, we're a weekend and, 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 and I, I don't put the blame on, on the city officials and the, and the rescue workers and the, you know, cause they're doing their best. They're doing what they can. Um, you know, we're, but it's a weekend already and, you know, only 12 people have been found, um, you know, that's that's not yeah, good. The chances aren't looking good. The chances, the things are not looking good, and you know, it makes you wonder. You know, how long is this, you know, going to take? And um, and if you if you know if you know the um, the geography of South Florida, you know, uh, Collins Avenue is a major um, a major thoroughfare, and um, you know it's been shut down since last Thursday uh, the surrounding buildings have no electricity as far as I know last I heard um, the people that live in those buildings are have been displaced um, so we are talking you know probably thousands of people are directly or indirectly affected by what's going on just in that small little area of Collins between, I think it's 80, like 85th and 91st Street, something like that. So, you know, we'll, uh, I'll keep you guys posted if there's anything uh, here that, uh, that happens, if you are comes looking, about. comes about, if you are looking to, uh, to contribute in a way, actually, there was uh, that was the one bright side in all of this that the contributions uh, going to the various charities um, that are working with this. 
Um, there was at one point they they um, one of the charities um, came on the news and and asked the people to hold off. They could not take any more uh, donations at at at, a, at one time, and and they had suspended taking donations for you know a day or two. But um, I believe if you, I think it's the Sur, I think it's SurfsideFoundation.org or something like that. Um, if, you know, that's the that's the place where you can go if you want to uh, contribute monetarily, obviously, uh, because there are a lot of people that, even though that this is an affluent com- community, there's a lot of people that left that have no IDs. This is also a, a community full of people that are not um, U.S. citizens. Immigrants. Immigrants. Huh? Not, not so much immigrants, they but it's, it's... They migrated. They migrated or there were snowbirds or something like that. So yeah. they had to leave the building, you know, because there's half the building that's still standing. When you left, left the building, they left with no wallet, no IDs, no cell phones, uh, nothing. And they're probably not going to get their belongings back because that building's going to be torn down. So, um, you're talking about the one that's left standing, the, the portion of the building that's still standing. Yeah. You know, um, so they, they, the U S government and the state of Florida have been helping, uh, a lot of these people with expediting at no charge, getting, uh, new IDs, new passports, um, things like that so that they have IDs so they can be able to function because you, you know you might have money but if you don't have an ID to go withdraw money from the bank what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, so they've been they've been working with that um, the president uh, Joe Biden is going to be in Surfside on Thursday he's going to tour the scene himself and see uh, what's going on, but uh, but yeah, and uh, to the to the rescue uh, rescue team, to the, you know the, the Miami Dade Fire Rescue and the city of Miami and all the surrounding cities, and we've got outsiders that have come in from other parts of the country. There's a team from Mexico. There's a team from Israel that have come in that they are known for helping out in disasters like this. They were at Oklahoma City. They were out uh, in Haiti during, you know, after the earthquake happened, 9-11. So they have experience in, in immense tragedies like this. So hopefully um, they're still giving out hope that they're going to find people alive because what they're saying is that there are pockets in the rubble, pockets of space. So they're hoping they're going to find like people in a pocket of space. Um, but in situations like, for example, there's one instance where it was a family of four, a mom, dad, and, and two young girls, and so far they've only found the dad, and he died. Um. So where are the other three? Um, so, um, so it's it's that type of situation, and um, and of course, then you have the people that are on there talking about that. You know, I was going to be there, and for whatever the case may be, I didn't go. I stayed late over here, and I, I, you know, 
There's a guy that went on the news that his girl, he, him and his girlfriend, they don't live together. He was at the girlfriend's house um, hanging out, and the girlfriend said, don't go home. Why are you going to go home? It's late. And I was like, oh, all right. And, you know, two hours later, he checks his phone, and the rest is history. So, so it's stuff like that also, the stories. Um that, that we're hearing. That's so, the type of stuff that, that really gets you right with. He ain't gonna never forget that. No, and he said that you know she's my um, she's my guardian angel. She saved she saved my life in an indirect way. That's what they're saying on the on the uh, on the news. And um, there's uh, I mean there's let me see here. Let me see if I can play one more because I mean how many days? How many days has it been? This is the sixth day so far. Mm. And there's been vigils nonstop. You know, here's the um, here's also a, a thing that it's it's an image. I don't know if because I haven't been watching too much of CNN, but here locally, there's been a lot that's been going on on the beach. You can't access the beach area in front of the building for obvious reasons. That area is cordoned off. But the area, you know, next to the barricades, you can access that part of the beach. Of course, you have to go park your car, you know, far away and then walk all the way down. There's been vigils on the beach. They've had prayer circles. Um, There was a, um, I don't know if shaman's the right word. They they had something, one of those things that uh, somebody brought crystals and things like that and did this thing in front of a, a whole bunch of people last night and um, it was it was definitely was um, that's been going on nonstop you know here here's this is let me see if this is another Welcome back, everyone. Several days after the condo collapse, we are hearing some incredible stories of survival. Yeah, one resident found himself trapped as a building came down while another says his life was saved by a miracle. I was sleeping and I heard the loudest thunderclap I ever heard in my life times 100. Only this was no typical South Florida storm because Steve Rosenthal then said he felt the Champlain South Tower unit shaking. So to him, it couldn't have been real. I'm in a dream in California. But then dust fell onto his face and he saw more of it falling from his window. All right, I'm in the middle of it. This is a one in a 10,000 year earthquake that hits Florida. When he opened his front door, this was the hallway. All I saw was cement, uh, rubble, wood, People yelling, help me, praying that the building didn't fall on me, collapse on me. He woke up to a real-life nightmare, and now it was about being saved. We had to wait for the fire rescue to come up with the ladder. That's how we got out. Champlain South Tower survivor stories are being told now, and they are remarkable. I was standing right here. Just ask Eric DeMora and his girlfriend, Fernanda. Last Wednesday night, he was halfway out the door of her Miami Beach home to head to his South Tower condo. But she told him to stay because they don't get to spend Wednesday nights together often. Without hesitation, I did exactly as she told me. She convinced him to have a beer at the dining room table. We talked until one in the morning. That's what saved me. About four hours later, he checked his phone and learned about what happened to his home and his neighbors. Demoro's unit, 1004, is now gone. But thanks to his significant other, he's still here. The images that I saw looks like some place that had a bomb. 
Eric, by the way, says once he heard the news, he rushed over to see his condo to see the damage for himself. There you go. So, you know, um, again, keep, uh, keep South Florida in your thoughts, man, because, you know, the, we've been going through a lot of, uh, if hurricanes and stuff wasn't uh, enough, even though hurricanes don't happen that often down here, um, you know, Parkland was just a couple years ago and, and now, and now this, so. You know, the community the community is struggling a little bit right now with with this and, and the pandemic like couple years or something like, the pandemic right. didn't help we were we were an epicenter in the country how at long ago was it with the school was that what was the school 2018 and then the nightclub was when that was uh the year before i think 2017 16 yeah, or 17 was in orlando though. that was in orlando oh, yeah. that was but still, that's Florida, and, yeah, and a yeah, lot of. And the thing is, Orlando is a hub for a lot of people in Miami because a lot of us go to Orlando for the weekend. And of course, there's a huge LBGTQ plus, however many letters go after that plus community down here. That, that go that exactly that go up to Orlando on a frequent basis. So, um, about to get an email. Yeah, it's okay. There's only one day left in the month. Um, salute to Jordan work car. His birthday was yesterday, by the way. Shout out to him. Happy happy belated birthday to him. Happy birthday, Jordana. I did. I'm gonna give my critique on it right now. (laughs) <laughs> so um so yeah so yeah if, if there's a if uh that's, that's enough that's right i'm gonna talk about all that but yeah that's enough about surfside um so let's move on to some happier things so i did see fast nine on thursday ten fifteen showing okay and it was perfect amc theater reclinable chairs cordon off in my own little section with my wife perfect I was worried that I was not going to make it through the movie in terms of... Because I'm a notorious passer-outer at the movie theaters. I pass out all the time at the movies. But I thought, okay... Late-night movies. Late-night movies. Well, movies in general. But this was... God, I was worried... Man, in, man. I was worried in particular with this because I worked late Thursday. I got... And I had... A, I had was going to have an early morning on Friday. So... Um, so we went to the movies... Didn't pass out. Was 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 too anxious for me to pass out. So I'm not going to give anything away about Fast uh, F9, okay? But as Tony, uh, as Tony people already did. Tony C did did mention that Bow Wow is in the movie, and yes, he is. Um, for the, more than a cup of coffee, right? For more than a cup of coffee. Okay. The one does he interact with Tyrese and Ludacris? Yes, he does. Okay, that's yes, he good. Does. As a matter of fact, their his first scene in the movie is involving them. Oh, now that's going to be classic. It, it was, was, he credit, was he credited as Bow Wow? Was he credited as? I don't know. Bob? To be honest with you, I don't know. I didn't look at the credits. <laughs> Probably sad, most. 
and Bow Wow in parentheses. But it was like I was, but, but you know what was funny? Chris, but here's Ludacris Bridges. But here, you know what was funny? I saw when I'm looking at Bow Wow, right? I'm like, holy shit, his face is fat, and I don't, and I don't. I don't know if he had put on weight or if it's just because he's he's not a kid anymore. Yeah. It's just his his face was fat. He had been in the franchise since what two thousand five, something like that, fifteen, sixteen yeah. years. Right. So, well, I'm curious. I'm curious when you when you finish. I'm curious. I've never asked you this, but I'm curious where you would rank this when I won all the moves. Okay, I'll get there. So and double A, hold on. I heard somebody else who's perceived to be dead is not dead. Is that true? See, Tony, you going to... Wait, 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 hold on. Somebody that's perceived to be dead is not dead. In the franchise, I guess, somebody's coming back. Okay, let's just put it out there. To bring somebody else back for the 10th movie. Are they bringing somebody back for the 10th movie? Like they did... For, you know, for Han, I guess. Yeah. Um, it depends on how you look at it. Spoiler: Roman Reigns is in there. Roman Reigns is <laughs> Roman no, Reigns is in this movie. You playing? But I bet. I bet. No, no. Will. Listen, listen to what I'm gonna be in the damn house. But, but listen to. But let me, let me, let me. Okay, I have to. <sighs> How do I do this without giving, it, giving it too much away? I mean, okay, but let's, I mean, no, no, I, I don't want to. I don't want to give it away. See, watch it. Yeah, but I don't want to give too much away. But but okay, so let me start with uh, the. Uh, I will say this, and I'm not going to go into detail as to why I'm going to say this. The rumors about Fast and the Furious joining with Jurassic Park. How we thought that that's a ridiculous idea and whatnot. After what I saw on Thursday, it's not too far fetched anymore. Let me put right. that. Let me put that into perspective. That's number one. But number two, let's get to the Roman Reigns thing that that Lee mentioned. Wait, man, you can't just gloss over that. You make it seem like they went through a portal, like the seas perilous or something. You got to watch the movie to see, because it was right. there was a scene in the movie that is. Well, it's more than yeah. it's, it's more than a scene. It's a few scenes that it was very like it's unbelievable. It's well, like they on Avengers levels. They've been unbelievable. They on Avengers levels. No, no. This, this is this is this. Right? I guess yeah, if you want to put if you want to put that this is on Avengers level, I guess that's what it is. When you see it, you'll be like, "Ah, shit! I can't believe they're doing this." But anyways, so let me start with who was in the movie. And this was the one really blaring negative in the movie. And that was the two minutes that Cardi B was in the movie. God dang. And let me tell you something. I don't know why she was in the movie. I mean, it was absolutely unnecessary, unneeded, unwanted, uncalled for... And whatever word you want to put the word "un" in front of, you know, I, they it, could have saved that money and gave it to somebody else. Is, is this just an AKA? You don't like Cardi B? I don't like Cardi B, but she she made her she made my point of why I don't like her more valid with that two minute segment she had in the movie. 
It was only two minutes out of a two hour and a half movie. Two and a, two and a half hour it movie. Real it was it must have been real raunchy. It was. It was. It was no different if Bianca Belair was in it. No, 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 no. She had no place. Bianca had a better place. What he's saying, she has no place in the friend. But that and it was. Wait a minute. Tony C's right. It was beyond. But Tony C's right. It was beyond ratchet. It made more sense for Ja Rule. It made more sense for Ja Rule because no matter what, he was actually a driver, and you know what I'm saying. He actually drove a car. Okay, so I'm so, pretty sure she didn't drive a car, right? So this let me. Franchise ain't going away no time soon, so they're going to start. They're going to keep adding people. There, there, there's still two more movies to go. We do know that there's a number ten now in the works, but uh, but let, let so let me let me get to why I said Roman Reigns is in this movie. He so, is. I'm going to tell. Let me explain it to you, Tony. See, I'm going to explain it oh. to you. So listen. So they had to explain why John Cena all of a sudden appears out of nowhere in this movie. So, by doing that, they had to go back in time. And they had a younger Dominic, a younger Jacob, a younger Mia, all the the key players, younger versions. There was a younger Letty... You even and, and this this part I don't have any issues getting going away from because it it's all going to tie in with the storytelling that they tell in the flashbacks. But there was a younger Vince, a younger Jesse, a younger uh, man Leon. Now those are all characters from the first movie, right? Uh, they were all younger versions of themselves. A younger Ja Rule. Uh, no, the, the, he wasn't there. <laughs> but anyways. They could gave Ja Rule a chick, man. But, but anyways. So, they had to, they did these flashbacks. The person that they got to play, Dom, I'm telling you, if Roman Reigns were to shave his head, that's who it was that played this, this character. <laughs> shave his head and shave his mustache. We all know Romans being able to take Hold over on. that Hobbs and Shaw franchise, man. We know that. So Let me see I if there's a saying. let me see if there's a picture here. I get what you're saying. Uh Roman's gonna take over that franchise. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna So is there in. any way to rock and state them come back to this franchise? Okay, I'm gonna post the pic Hold on. I need you to go and Look at the Discord, both of you. You wait a minute. I saw it on my own. Now, you ain't lying, dude. Wait a minute. Uh, there we go. That's the guy that plays young Dom. <laughs> Tell me that that does not look like Roman Reigns. You ain't he lying. He faded, bro. He I faded. Thought, I thought, nah, Double A, you ain't even put the right one in there. I just put, I just put the first one I picked. I just got the first one. Y'all, hell, man. Yeah, Tony, there's other ones on there where he look more like him than that picture. I but mean, that's what I'm asking. I mean, look, this is this is a this one here is an actual shot from the movie. That's probably the one I saw. So, um, no, nah, there's another one I saw. I, I got But but anyways, as as the movie goes on and you see more and more of him, he looks more and more like Roman as the movie goes on. But anyways, that's besides the point. So, um, they tell they tell the 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 explanation of Jacob. 
And I'm not going to tell you the explanation because that gives away the story of how Jacob became to be. So they give that explanation. They um, is a heel. Okay, seen as a heel. Seen as a heel in the movie as a face. I'm not going to say. Come on, man! No, I'm not going to say. I I can't. I'm not going to give that away. I can't give that away. Come on. Well, you're giving it away without giving it away. No, <laughs> I'm not. Every time he plays a heel, he's robotic. Because I bet you if he's a heel, he's all robotic. With no, him. let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Cena, with the exception of a couple of scenes that he was a little robotic, was very... How's the, how do I want to put this? He was very... He was a badass. But he okay, had so he had some emotion in the movie. He, okay. he ain't working with Cena. He, he yeah, he's with it. Like he Hollywood for real. But uh okay. Now right, is the whole is it what? Is the Go ahead, Tony. Go ahead, Lee. I no, I thought Lee said something. Oh, I was going Okay, is the whole cipher storyline over? No. Or are they continue? No. God damn. Man, see, that's what I'm talking about. See? No, no but, but wait okay. a minute. Hold it. Stop, stop, stop. Before you get too far, far into it, the cipher story is not... What I think it is. No, 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 no. The cipher story is not the... Uh, the um the main story in the movie. What I'm saying of double A, this broad has got down. She she's more dangerous than the the, the Shaw brothers. She she's been. I'm telling you, she is not the 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 main. Antagonist. She's not the main antagonist in this movie. Girl, that computer hacker in there. That was another movie. Ramsey. I don't know, that cute black girl. Yeah, she's in this movie yeah, too. Right. Oh, there's a very funny scene. There's a very funny scene in the movie where they are, um, she's in a uh, in a box truck. And, no, 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 no. She has to get into a box truck because Dom tells Ramsey, Ramsey, we got to get out of this mess. The only way to do it is that if you get in the car and drive, and she's like, What? Like you have to go and drive. Like and this is all through a walkie-talkie now, and she's like, "Dom, I know you know I, I know how to deal with computers and break into things and whatever and do this, but I don't know how to drive. I mean, I'm from England. We walk everywhere, and it was a pretty funny scene. She gets into the car and she starts driving, and it's a it's a big ass train wreck. It's a kind of a funny scene that it goes on for a few minutes, but it's pretty funny. But yeah, she's in the movie. Um, okay, it's some and do you did answer my question? Did you answer my question about is somebody coming back for for no, the tenth movie? No, I, oh, Wonder Woman. I'm going to tell you. I'm here's. I, I'm going to tell you why I do. Oh, are, is that who you think? It's Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot. Is that who you think it is? Uh, that's well. That's what I'm wondering. But Tony C, is that who you're talking about? I'm guessing it would probably be her. No, it's it was, not. It was, that, that was Han's girlfriend. It's right? not. And they okay. They they were they reference her in the movie, and there is no there is no mention of her coming back 
other than that, you know, Han was reminiscing on when she died. And that was it. Okay, now, then what, Eva Mendez? No. God damn! They ain't gonna why, why you say no like that? Like no. Right? Like he's like evil. Don't deserve I'm going to. Come to back I'm going. Peace. Here's the. Here's the thing. Is there a chance that somebody's coming back in the movie? Yes, but it's up to you how to determine who it is, because you have to watch the movie to see how it's set up. So you have to make your own determination. I think it means one thing. But for you, it could mean something else. That's what that's what I'm saying when it comes to the possible return. And when I say possible, we are like at a 50-50 thing here. It's like oh, it's Billingsley? Billingsley. The black cop. No, Bilkins, no. Bilkins, my bad. No, Bilkins. he ain't coming back, please. God damn. Man. Oh, you want to know who is in this movie, though? Ooh. I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you another old character that's in this movie. Who? Stasiak. Stasiak. Who the hell is that? Stasiak was the other detective uh, that Brian. He kept breaking his nose. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah He's yeah, in this yeah, movie. Yeah, Brian from, finally. Brian broke his nose too many damn times. His nose isn't straight anymore. From it's fast. It's all from crooked. Deep, fast yeah. Furious, right? it, it, he was in a couple movies. Is Lava Toretto from the animated series going to be in there? <laughs> the, ne- the cousin? No. Uh, I mean, the nephew. The nephew. No, no, nephew. no, no, no. No. They, they, they do... Here's here's what they, they explain. I'm going to tell you what they do tell you. They tell you Jacob's wait, wait, back... Hold on, wait a minute, Double Before you say that, where's the man from the, from, from the one with Bow Wow? Though? Wasn't he a cop or something? What's his name? Johnny Who's the white guy? What was his name? Oh, um, oh, yeah, he's in this movie. He's in this movie. Yeah, he in this one. Yeah, the dude um, from Friday Night Lights, the movie. Oh the God, what's his name? Yeah. What is his name in the movie? Anyways, he's in this movie. Anyways, yeah. um, he's in the next three, right? I think so. He's in the final. Three. I think he's a in this movie. In this movie, I will say this: him and Bow Wow are officially inducted into the family. Okay. okay. So moving forward, they will they probably they, they they probably will be in the, I don't know about Bow Wow, but this other guy, yeah. <laughs> they they inducted them in the family, but that doesn't mean that they're going to be there. Man, come Wait, on, saying, man. Are you saying that, that Tokyo Drift is now officially a part of the uh, the whole story? It was like, officially part official. of the story a couple of movies ago. Yeah. I mean, I know, but I mean, just with that look, just because of Now it's officially, officially a part. They've, they tied up all the, here's the one good thing that this movie did do. Whether they did it right or not, they did answer all your uh, continuity questions. That's what I was asking. That's what I was asking. Why so Jason Statham killed Han? They, yes, they answered that. They answered uh, the tie into Tokyo Drift. They answered the backstory of Jacob. They answered um, they everything. Answered how, how the rock was able to, to uh, crush that calf by flexing his muscles. Well, that no, but anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so they answered. Like I said, they they told the story of Jacob. They told the story. Oh, hell, Greek of, secret. They 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 told the story of what happened to Han. Okay, Giannis hurt. But let me tell you something about with Han. 
I'm not sure I buy the story that they tell. They told too much. Pause. Hyperextension. Okay. Han's story is a little eh. unbelievable. Not unbelievable. It's a little eh. Like I was like, really? That's the explanation they gave. Um, but whatever. So. Um. What's the next? They explain that. They explain what happened to Cypher because I told you she's not a main cog in this story. She is, but she isn't. Like, the story is about Dom and Jacob. So the 10th movie is going to pick up it'll, the Cypher storyline. It'll, it'll, it should pick up the Cypher storyline. Gotcha. So, uh... What's it, Charlize Theron? We got her for at least one more movie. At least one more movie. Um, I can't. I can't wait till they find the final movie to see who they make the final. I think you want you want me to believe you want me you want me to tell you what I think is going to happen in the final final movie if we ever get there. Cole Howes is going to come back. No, (laughs) I think I think I think I think Dom's going to die in the last movie. Something's gonna kill Dom in the last movie because he came. Well, they already talking spinoffs. He 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 came close a couple times in this movie. Who? Okay, double Who gets the spinoff? Of the rumors are Hobbs and Shaw. The rumors because are the Hobbs and Shaw is more of a cop, the, buddy cop thing. There's a rumor going who, around. Who's gonna continue the, the saga? The rumors are, but the, at a smaller scale. The rumors are that the females are gonna get the spinoff. I saw that too. So, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Now, uh, well, the 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 movie itself, with the exception of a couple of things, was not as over the top as it usually is. Okay. So it wasn't as over the top as seven and eight. Like that was just ridiculously over the top. Yeah. Right. It was a little bit more down. Down to earth. It was brought a little bit more back to the reality, with a with the exception of a couple of things. Okay. Um. What was I gonna say? Um. Hobbs and Shaw. They're in negotiation about that money. Uh, so. But let me state them on the rock money. Okay, so I'm going to so, tell you. I'm going to tell you now. Um, I'm trying to figure because I'm trying to remember what it was at the end. Uh, okay, so there was a a setup at the end of the movie, and then the initial credits come in, and then there's a a, uh, a teaser before the full credits start. And the teaser for the for the uh, for the credits before the full credits involved Jason Statham. But here's the thing: uh, this is where I don't think I'm giving anything away because I'm not sure if I fully understood or I remember what it was that I saw. I don't know if they were teasing him being in the ne- in part ten, or they were setting up the next Hobbs and Shaw movie. 
You know they're setting up the next Hobbs and Shaw movie. I understand that. They, but they it was did, they did they did two. They they did two, right? They did a mid credit. There was two, but one was definitely okay. for ten, and then the other right. one was the one involving setting Statham up. setting up either right. his involvement in ten or the next Hobbs and Shaw because it was only involving him. It's setting up, and I I can probably bet that I'll bet you that it's setting up because they're all three coming back for Hobbs and Shaw, right? Uh, Idris Elba, Rock, and him, I right? I have no idea. I haven't been keeping up with that. Are they doing a crossover? Or I thought Rock and Vin Diesel just couldn't get along. They can't Tyrese. get along. That's why they. Yeah, they can't get. But I bet, like Double A said, it, they're all coming back for the last one. Gonna be, also gonna be like, gonna be expendables. That's what it's gonna be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tenth, the eleventh one. The yeah, that's probably gonna be like a Sorry, three hour jump. Tony, Tony said it's three months left. I thought it was just. I'm confused now. It's two, it's two, two more. Two more. Two more. Ten and eleven. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're done after twenty twenty three. More than that. No, really? probably twenty. What we're in twenty one, probably twenty five. 26, so something have, like they, that. They're going to have a 25-year... When this first, the first one came out in what? 2001. 2001. 2001. Wow. You, yeah, so... Okay. So... Oh! Here's something, here's something that was very interesting about this movie. And I don't know if this is because it was in the movies or how it's going to play out when it hits television at some point down the road. This is the first movie that I could recall ever seeing that had no opening credits. It just went right into the movie. It just went a cold open into the movie. Now, does it pick up where 8 left off? No. It picks up in a flashback. Okay. I want to know why they don't have no... no, you know, they do it for Star Wars and all these other, and the Avengers and Marvel movies. I want to know why Fast and Furious is big enough, why they don't have no marathon. Well, I know because of COVID, but there's somebody need somebody need to have a marathon where you sit in the theater all night long and watch all the movies and, and tell them. Yeah, you I'm, sure do that. I'm sure you it'll do happen. It on they show the movies all weekend long. Yeah, I'm sure they will, uh, though, at some point. They don't come on one station, though. He said they'll be all spread they, out. They're all spread out, but still. Yeah. It, the... Um, I'm sure, though, give it some time. Give it a couple of more months when things loosen up a little bit more, and there's going to be a, a marathon in the theaters. That's a long-ass marathon. You're nine movies averaging about two hours apiece. That's 18 hours. Yeah. That, first one, that first one was 45 minutes. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and, that's, and by the way, you have to also include, I don't know if you guys have gone in, in there, because I've talked about it before, the prelude to... Too Fast, Too Furious that shows Brian on his trip from California to Miami. You mean them little shorts that came? The little on, like, shorts, and then the Los Bandoleros oh. that shows when Dom went to the went to the DR. Because you know when he left for the second one, that's when he was doing Pitch Black. Yeah, like they yeah. they gonna they gonna, they gonna, they gonna do a, a crossover. We gonna find out that he was uh, and that's what he was. I'm gonna tell you this too. There was always doubt in the movie. What is Toretto? What is Toretto's race? Okay, and they didn't come out and tell you flat out that Toretto's black, Toretto's white, Toretto's this, Toretto's that. They, they don't say it flat out in the movie. Oh, white but, just claimed them. No, 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 no. 
in the movie, it is very clear that he's not white, that he's not black, and somebody in the movie, at some point in the movie, mentions, and that explains this uh, menagerie of this menagerie of uh, this mix of Toretto menagerie or some shit like that that they said in the movie. And he mixed in real life, right? He's mixed in real life, and it seems he's mixed in the movie. Yeah, so he both. He ain't not even what he both. No, he's of, both. Right? But I'm saying they finally told us in the movie this is what he is. Well, what did everybody think he was before? Everybody assumed to he was the, white, didn't they? No. White or, okay, white no, or black. Man. The thing was, with the last name Toretto, I thought Toretto's an Italian name. I thought he was Italian. Okay. You know, Dominic, Mia, those are Italian names. But then, as time right. goes on, you um, you you hear that maybe maybe he's not Italian, maybe he's Hispanic. But then the Hispanic thing never made sense, even though that he was. They're always playing Spanish music. They're always yeah, they've been in the DR. They went to Mexico. They went to they went to all these Hispanic countries, Brazil, and things like that. Um, and then what he was? Ain't none of he and he ain't none of those things. And um, God damn, he is group. I was going to say something else. Yeah, and and whatever. But I seen him coming back for ten. I can't tell you. Yo, hold up! You know they all connected in some way. Cause Cena playing with Idris Elba and um that and Suicide Squad, and then and then. They sh- there was a preview for that movie, by the way. There was a preview for that movie in uh, during uh, during F nine. What Guardians of the Galaxy? No, Suicide Squad. No, oh yeah, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Cena looked stupid in that with his yes. peacemaker, and they, they did a spin off of that. They he so had a very stupid scene. Good. There was a very stupid scene that they showed in the preview with him, where he asked yeah, a yeah, stupid yeah. question. Yeah. But is he coming back for ten? I can't tell you. God damn! Though. Because like, that's, on, part, that's part. That's part of it for me. Because I'm still gonna watch you, the movie. Can't tell you that many died, Tony. Come on, come on, come on, man. I don't know why Double A would have said I think so. This team is getting huge now. Okay. It's a comic book. He okay. Ain't dead. He gonna come back. Okay. Let me let me do this. Let me he do this. Hold on. I'll come back. Hold on. Let me let me do something here. Okay. Give me give me one second. Uh, we're gonna do like even Mendez deserve to come back. We're gonna do like Ernest the Cat Miller, okay? I'm gonna go on Spank Bank and watch the whole thing for free. Uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. I don't have anything that's like 15 second drop or something. Okay, so this is what I'm gonna do. We're gonna pretend that this is the end of the show. All right. So if you're listening to us live or you're listening to us on the download and you don't want to know what's going to happen, stop the show and come back or fast forward later in the show. So right now, show's over. Spoiler alert. By the way, I rewatched uh, Saved by the Bell, the, uh, the new series, uh, the other day. Ah. Why did I do that? Because I wanted to, and I wanted to get the eye candy again. So, um, (laughs) 
But now I'm curious to see how they do season two because they started filming season two this month. So, so we're gonna see what happens. But anyways, so here's what's going to happen now. If either of you don't care about what I'm about to say, then so be it. I ain't gonna see it no time soon because I ain't going to the movies. But I will. I mean, I don't care. Okay. We can, like, yeah, we'll see. Anyway. Okay. So, right. so here's Let's see what gets to that point. Okay. So the movie opens up, and when Surfer Gay, I don't know if Surfer really watched the same movie or Surfer just didn't give us a good enough synopsis when he explained it after he saw that illegal stream uh, about a month ago. <laughs> we open up the movie with the flashback scene. The year, 1989. The scene, a racetrack somewhere in Los Angeles. And you see this car just going around and around in a circle in a race. And it pulls into pit row with a, with a whole bunch of other cars. And the car starts to get serviced and whatever. And it, How are things on that side? You know, the guy driving the car. How are things on that side? Uh, things are okay. How are things on this side? Huh. Uh, things are okay. Uh, Dom! Come here! Dom comes. Young Dom. Dom. I need you to go and check this and blah, blah, blah. Okay, Dad. Okay. Jacob, how are things over there? And you see the hood close, and it's young Jacob. And he gives, like, the thumbs up, whatever. Race goes on, and Jack Toretto, okay, which, by the way, for those of you that don't remember, Jack is also the name of Mia and Brian's Brian. Yeah, the son. So Jack Toretto... Is in this race, and you hear the announcer call the the you know calling the race, and and it's Toretto at the at the front of the line, and you see Dom on the headset trying to give his dad instructions on hey watch out Linder's right behind you and whatever, and then Kenny Linder from part one or the store from the story in part one clips Dom or uh, Dom's dad, and they show the whole accident of when Dom's dad died at the racetrack. That's how the movie starts. Fast forward, we see Dom on the farm with his kid, little Brian, who's got a full head of... He's got an afro, a red afro. He's got a red afro. That's why I'm like, okay... That's that's some uh, some mix that's going on. So you see him on the farm, and here comes Letty with a beer, I'm like you know they're they're fixing a tractor, okay, and uh, and then here comes this Jeep Cherokee pulling up to the farm. And Letty's like, are you expecting company? Like, no. Brian, remember what we talked about. And Brian goes and hides in like a little bomb shelter that's in the barn while Letty and Dom get out some guns and point it at this cheap Cherokee. And 
you know, the Cherokee Park parks and outcome Tej, Rome, and uh, Ramsey. They're like, God damn, what the hell are you doing with those guns pointing at us and blah, 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 and all this stuff? And they're like, oh, we weren't expecting. Like, it's hard to let you know we're coming when you don't have a goddamn phone. They had cut themselves, <laughs> they cut themselves, like, Dom and Liddy had cut themselves off completely from the, the outside world. of the world. They went, they went yeah, off they went the grid. Dog 30. Yeah. So, so anyways, they came to tell them why they came and, uh, and they had a new mission. Dom's like, we're not in that life anymore. I'm sorry. I can't help you guys. And they're like shocked that Dom won't go. But Letty ultimately decides to go. She says, All right, Brian, just remember, give your uh, give your dad a big hug and a kiss for me or something like that. And she leaves and leaves uh leaves uh <laughs> that's wrong, Lee. Anyways, um <laughs> so so Letty leaves and goes off with the others to go do a mission sent from uh, Mr. Nobody. Oh, yeah. I forgot to ask about Kurt Russell. Does he make an appearance? Yes, he does. Okay. So, they go looking for this thing, or they they, they go for this mission. I'm not going to give every little nuance, but long story short, they have to go and save Nobody. And Dom ultimately joins them in the search and saving for and saving nobody. They find this piece that they were looking for. It was like a computer thing or whatever. And like nobody left this here for us to find for a reason. And we need to find out what that reason is. And this little thing, it looks like a half a soccer ball. Uh, they have in their possession. And then out of nowhere, an attack happens on this location that they're at, where the last whereabouts of nobody was. And while this attack is going on, very funny scene involving Roman, of course. Um, you know, Because he takes out a bunch of uh, zealots, I guess for lack of better terms. While they're running away from this uh, group, here comes Jacob. I don't remember how it happened, but Jacob ultimately gets possession of this uh, this uh, half a soccer ball. And Dom sees who he is, and he's like, oh shit. And he goes. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and they go chasing after him. You know, Letty ultimately joins Dom in the car and was was that Jacob? Dom's like, yeah. Uh, They're trying to chase Jacob. They lose Jacob, whatever. They reconvene at the, uh, at the, at their command center. Uh, uh, (laughs) I can't think of a better word. And Letty begins to tell the story yeah so Letty begins to tell the others because they're like who was that guy that 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 interfered and Letty's like 
That was Dom's little brother, Jacob. Like, Dom has a little brother? Yeah, so they begin to tell the story of what happened to Jacob. It's, it's, it's a complicated story. Dom feels Jacob turned on the family, betrayed the family, and raced Jacob in L.A. for control of the streets, essentially. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing the story now. Jacob lost because the stipulation was the, the it was a loser leaves town match. <laughs> and Jacob lost. Lee, Lee heard that, right? Yeah, he heard it. Bill he, Watts booked that. Yeah, Bill Watts booked this this scene in the movie. It was a lo- <laughs> it was a loser leaves town match, and Jake, and Jacob lost, and he had to leave town. God dang! Man. So how does Jacob come into you know into the thing? He he became a secret spy or some shit like that. How they explained it, kind of like Deckard Shaw, like Deckard Shaw. And 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 when Dom finally confronted Jacob face to face, Jacob told him to his face, like, Dom, your world is cars and stealing things. This is my world. You can't hang, you know some shit like that. He said, and um, and whatever. So they explain the story, and whatever. Then here comes Mia. And Tom's like, Mia, what are you doing here? And Letty's like, I called her. And, Dom, and Mia goes, He's my brother too, Dom. And then Mia then tells the story to everybody else that she had kept in contact with Jacob for a few years, and then she eventually she lost contact with him um, because he just he took him he took himself out of the picture essentially, and um, and whatever, and she she didn't know what what had happened to him. Um, then we fast forward into them looking. For Jacob, and they have to look in different areas of the world. I think. Um, oh, Dom goes to England. Letty goes to Letty and Mia go to Japan. Tej and Roman go to Germany. I'll get to Tej and Roman at the end. Let's start with Dom going to England. It's in England where Dom encounters Jacob. But not without meeting up with an old friend first. Helen Mama Shaw. Mama Mama Shaw. Shaw. And she goes, you know, you're... Dom basically told you, you know, you're my favorite old broad or some shit like that. I think he called her an old broad. Uh. (laughs) And, And, uh... She basically led him to Jacob, to where his whereabouts was, and explained his situation. Here's how the situation with Jacob works. 
Jacob is a heel, obviously, but he's not a heel alone. The person that's backing him is the son of, like, the Prime Minister of England. So a person of power. Where does Cypher get involved in this? Cypher had been captured at some point after the last movie and was in custody uh, by the British in this holding thing, but in a secret holding thing that only this guy knew and Jacob knew. And they were using Cypher to try to hack into an old computer and, and stuff, bullshit stuff like that. All the while she's in this cell. She's not doing anything. Hell but, in she, the cell. but she's giving her advice to this Brit who says, you know, at the end of the day, he's a Toretto. If you really want to get shit done, you come and talk to me. And the Brit's like, don't worry. I'm going to stick with Jacob. Remember that. That's key. So, that happened in England. They confronted, uh, Dom confronted Jacob. They had a little, I think they had a fisticuff there. That's where we also have the Cardi B sighting in England. Ugh. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Okay? Absolutely Horrible. Do we have the Cardi B scene? No, they don't have the Cardi B scene. You really need to learn how to pick it is. It was horrible. Horrible, I must say. Alright, so anyways. Uh, then we go to Tokyo. And they're looking for... They're also looking for Jacob. Around the world in 80 days? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Mia and they're at this ramen shop, but they're going based off an, of a clue that Han had left years ago, of where he could, where they could find information, if anything. And somehow they find this insignia. Oh no, they find this Mexican flag flying in a random window in Tokyo, some shit like that. And. They go into this apartment to go and see what what's in this apartment with this Mexican flag, and it's there they encounter this this uh, Japanese girl, and the Japan before anything could happen, a fight breaks out between some rebels, the Japanese girl, and Letty and Mia. They kick the zealot's ass, and they're like, "Who the hell taught you to fight like that?" And she begins to explain, Han taught me how to fight like this. And they're like, what? So she begins to tell the story of what happened to Han. So here's the story of what happened to Han. Nobody contacted Han about how a... um, an SS operative or somebody, somebody that was working for him turned rogue and that he needed to track this person down and really, like, get them. And he needed his help. 
unable to find this person. So they set it up where Han's death really didn't happen. It was somebody else in the car, a lookalike, a double, that died. And all you see is... um, Because the reason why he trusted Han was because Giselle used to work for nobody and was undercover working when she was in the cartel in... Uh, working for uh, what my boy name was? Braga? El yeah, Braga. Arturo Braga. She was working undercover for Braga. And she and nobody trusted Giselle. So when he found out that Han was Giselle's boyfriend, she knew that... He knew that Giselle had, had good judgment and that Han could be trusted. And this is why he contacted Han. So they, they stage Han's death, okay? And no, you see nobody telling Han, because Han goes, well, what's next? He goes, the easy part was killing you. The hard part is keeping you dead. And he apparently just went into hiding. And... He, um, but while he's in hiding... Nobody gives him a mission to track down something that this rogue agent was looking for. And he asked Han to help him look for it, to find it. It was somewhere in Japan. And he, he gets Han to, to go look, and he goes to this house of the person that created this object... And yeah, I saw that too, Lee. That there's no tuna in the tuna sandwich at Subway. Um, right. <laughs> that's a ridiculous story. I can't believe it. I mean, I don't eat tuna, so for me, it that makes no difference. But are you are you surprised? You know, tuna's expensive, okay. folks. But long story short, this is a movie about it's got a lot a of brothers, movie parts. It's about brothers reuniting. But wait, wait. So let me let me get let me get to the part here because this is the the part with Han is important. So Han goes and looks for this thing. Goes to the scientist's house to find the thing. In the house, home alone is the is the girl, the girl that Han ultimately took in, trained her to how to kick ass, because somebody went to go look at the house and find the thing in the process the the people that was looking for this uh, thing killed her parents so he grabs the girl the girl is the key for all of this because the her parents are the one that designed this soccer ball looking thing and without the girl the soccer ball doesn't work and I'm using the word soccer ball because that's what it looks like it was like a goddamn soccer ball. <laughs> so, uh, so without the girl, the thing doesn't work. So, she, uh, Han takes her in after her parents are killed. That is all those years that pass that Han is with this girl now. Han then reveals himself to Letty and whatever, and they go back to the command center altogether. You keep saying command. So, <laughs> let me now go to Tej and Roman. They go to Tej, 
we go to Tej and Roman who are in Germany at an open airfield, a deserted airfield. Okay? Let me see if I can find because that clip is uh, is is online. It's, it was in the trailer, I think. Um, okay. This movie is a story about two brothers working their way back. Oh, but to there's so life. there is so much, <laughs> so many moving parts though in this movie that's disgusting of how much is going on. But the the the. Gist of it is the brothers are gonna work their way back toward each other to become brothers again. Oh, let me see. Here. I mean, it's, it's easy to see that. This is all about getting there, I guess. Although, let me see if I could. Uh, they're gonna show it here in this. I'm gonna play it. Here we go. So they go, and that's where they encounter. Uh, Lucas Black I forgot his name in the movie and Bow Wow Bow Wow Twinkie and of course and of course Tej and Roman are making fun of Bow Wow for being called his name being Twinkie like really is that your name have you always been Twinkie I mean what are who are your friends here Ding Dong and Ho Ho I mean, they were. It was. It was. It was. Just, it went on for a few minutes. So they are there with this Japanese guy I, I, that I think was from Tokyo Drift as well, but I'm not sure. Who was a rocket scientist, and they were testing a rocket on a car. Please tell me that's not a Pontiac Fiero strapped to a rocket engine. Impressive, I know. No, no, that's that's not impressive. So, anyways, that's that's key right there. Okay, they test this car with this rocket ship on this airfield for to, next to a jet that's taking off. The, the the car didn't go flying, and the car stops at the end of the runway, and they're like, Tej and Roman are like, "What are you guys so happy about?" The car never flew. Like, we know, we're just happy it didn't explode. And then two seconds later, the car exploded. Um, so this buffoonery is going on for like five minutes. Like, it's ridiculous what's going on. And at some point, uh, Tej puts his foot down and says, Enough! Dom sent us. And then, of course, everything became serious. We get back to the command center. We get back to the command center and, and all this stuff. Um, I don't remember how they got the second half of that soccer ball thing, but they got the soccer ball. They captured uh, Jacob, and Jacob then is released because the Brit comes and and takes over a thing. Much like how remember when uh, when uh, Deckard Shaw was in custody, but he but he escaped. Much, yeah. much like it was, the situation was kind of like that. Then, then they they go out and they start chasing after Jacob, and they're chasing after this British guy. 
And then it, then the Brit turns on Jacob. Says, you're dead weight, basically. I did this on my own with some help. That's where Cypher came in at the very end. And the chase ensues and whatever. What happened? Why did I play that clip of Tej and Roman? Okay? Please tell me that's not a Pontiac Fiero strapped to a rocket engine? Impressive. I know. No. No, that's that's not impressive. So, why did I play that? Here's why. In order to regain control of this soccer ball, they had to block a satellite. Interfere with it. <sighs> they sent Roman and Tej up in a Pontiac Fiero with a rocket engine up into space to block this satellite. You heard me right. They were in space. They actually right, we say it that. They actually went into space in a Pontiac Fiero. And um yeah. So, you know, they did their job and that was that. So the whole thing with, with Jacob happens and Dom basically saves Jacob from dying because uh, Ramsey, not Ramsey, um, Cypher and the British guy was looking to take out Jacob. And at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, they, they kind of they kind of make amends. But why is Dom? I don't want this part. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to let you. I'm going to wait for you guys to watch the movie. Why Dom was upset with Jacob? But then Dom realizes that he was wrong for being upset at Jacob. These dudes gonna be looking for Infinity Stones. So, <laughs> um, they for, they they basically forgive each other. Master Vile gonna be the and the Dom goes the one pull. No, and Dom goes. <laughs> Dom goes. You know, there's gonna be cops here any minute. Goes, yeah, I know. Because. You know, one time, somebody very important to me gave me a 10-second car. And he handed a set of keys to Jacob. Jacob got in the car and took off. So, we go back to Los Angeles. And we're at Dom's house that's currently being rebuilt in East L.A. From the explosion, From the explosion. And this is where I say, this is where... That was in seven, that's... There's what, two moves ago. Yeah, they're just rebuilding the house. So, this is what I mean that Bow Wow, the other guy was indoctrinated into the family or accepted into the family because they were at the house, they were at the barbecue, and they were welcomed at the table to break bread and whatever. And that's where they, and it wasn't until then that Bow Wow and them were reunited with Han. Like, I didn't believe when they told me that you were still alive. And, um, and whatever, and they had a big, like, hugging thing or whatever. Um, and then little Brian said grace. No, wait. No, wait. Take that back. They were pressuring little Brian to say grace. I'm like, I don't know what to say. Like, it's okay. And Dom is like, 
What about him? Is he coming? There's an empty seat next to Mia. And, um, and she says, yeah, he's on his way. And just as little Brian is about to save Grace, all you hear is vroom, vroom. And you see um, this blue you know, racing car just pull up into the driveway. And that's it. Was it a Mustang? No, it was a um was like a freak. Was was just a one of those one of those cars that they use in the movie. One of those small cars. And and that was that. And the movie went to black when the after the car pulled up. And it's supposed to be Cena. Assume that it's Cena. Could be Cena. Could also be Brian. Yes, I know he's dead. But why would they? I think it's Cena. But the way it was set up, and the car that was pulled into the driveway, indicates that it could be Brian. Because it's the type of car that he would drive. It was the type of car that he would drive. Glad you said it, because I was gonna say it earlier. Yeah. They're going. They're going. So what the hell is the point of bring? Okay. So the, they bring Cena in for nine and what eleven? He comes back in the last one. No, I think he'll be in ten. I think he's the one that's driving the car. He left in one of those small cars. But then again, you're saying it's Brian. It could be. It could be Brian, Brian. So because they, what, they all they it was all him the, and Cena? no a CGI it could, it could, version. It could of just Brian? be Brian. It could be just be Cena. Because remember, he's now a part of the family again. Because right. Dom Fle- is he coming? Is yeah, I text him. He's on his way. That's the they didn't say. They didn't say it was Dom talking to Mia, and that's it. And she didn't say who it was. The movie is, but what I'm saying is, the movie is a whole. Like I said, brothers reconnected. <laughs> But they got to get through all this shit. That's all it is, man. So, let me, way back to let, me, let me see here. I'm going to play... It's a family movie. It took a break from all, like you said, the, you know, over-the-top stuff and even, you know, having a villain per se. Let me see. I'm going to play and, one of these Edinburgh Explained things here. Let me see if this this YouTube thing's another video. My name is Chris. Fast and Furious Nine has finally raced into theaters. It came out this weekend. What I'm going to do here for you guys in this video is giving you my full spoiler review on Fast and Furious Nine, going into the ending of the movie, talking about that end credit slash post credit scene, some Easter eggs in this movie that call back to other Fast and Furious film, and even our prediction for what will happen in the last two Fast and Furious movies that they do currently have planned to end the franchise. But I'm also need you guys out there, my familia, to leave me your spoiler review down below. Was this one that disappointed you? I let you guys know in my spoiler free video that I was not feeling too hot on this film. It was kind of a letdown for me, and I am a big fan of La Familia. But before continuing on with the video, I do want to go ahead and thank our sponsor here, and that is Cinemark Theaters. They not only gave me a obnoxious theater, not only do they have the yummiest pop these guys, but 
Who knows if Universal is into the spin-off movie game? But I think these flashback scenes were actually a real detriment to the movie, at least a heavy focus on them. I understand a few of them, but there was just so many that had such long extended sequences. And the reason I say I think it worked against the movie is because it showed you, hey, you remember when these guys were just street racers, were street thugs, all they did was just hang around at night, avoid police and racing? So then you cut back to John Cena's an international spy with sci-fi equipment and this device that is supposed to destroy the world through some technological reason that we don't care about when you cut back and forth from these two scenes it just makes you realize how wild and how insane this franchise has gotten and not even in a good way i understand some things progress like i don't think we ever imagined when watching the first iron man that he would eventually be fighting a purple guy in space on another planet and that's not to say the flashback scenes themselves were dumb because if anything the most entertaining part of this movie is the race that they have between young dom and young jacob like it was old school fast and furious and i was entertained in it especially when they go in slow-mo and hit the nos i'm like I'm more entertained watching that than I was seeing Dominic Toretto explode a vehicle and drive it off into a jet. And I guess since we're on the subject of this device that they have to find that'll cause the end of the world that Jacob is after in this movie, this plot was literally a rehash of Fast and Furious 7. I mean, in that movie, they have to find something called God's Elbow or God's Eye. And it's a thing that could cause total destruction to the world if put in the wrong hands. And Jason Statham is going after them for it. And then the key to be able to use God's Eye is a human being, eventually a new member of the team, Ramsey. And then in this movie, it's revealed almost the same thing. To be able to use this deadly weapon, they need a human key, which is this new character that'll obviously be part of the family now and that's the little girl that han ends up caring for i just thought what was the point of bringing that in i thought the conflict of dominic toretto having a brother out there was big enough for them to focus on but he just add this sci-fi element plot that's exactly like fast and furious 7 i wasn't for it i guess linking us to now the explanation for how han is alive i was really looking forward to how they were going to explain Han still being alive because I thought he was a real badass character, sad the way he died, and now this will be the third time they change the story of how he died. Because first we thought he just died in a car crash in Tokyo Drift, but then we found out it was actually Jason Statham who went ahead and created that crash to kill him to send a message to La Familia. And now, in the movie, they explain that Gal Gadot's character, Giselle, was actually a secret agent for the CIA that was working with Mr. Nobody. That is Kurt Russell's character. And since Gal Gadot's character had a relationship with Han, he felt he could trust Han and make him a secret agent, leading to him saving this little girl that would be the key to this ultimate destructive weapon. And to keep them in hiding, Mr. Nobody fakes his death. And even in the movie, they try to connect things by saying, oh, because Jason Statham was already after him, they just used that as an excuse for how he died no i think that was such a lame boring excuse that did not work out at all and anything made things way more confusing especially in the flashback when you think han died a different way by getting shot by all these guys when he's saving the little girl it was honestly i think such a poor explanation but i'm happy to have han back somehow and yes of course he's connected to the end credit scene that i will talk about for a sec but that's the other thing i wanted to mention about this movie that i felt did not work right is it felt like this was supposed to be their end game or like they were trying to just show. Let me stop right there. Now I remember why uh, I could not remember the uh, the thing with uh, Jason Statham. He's there doing some kickboxing, and he gets an envelope 
and I think he opened the envelope or some shit like that, and he goes, you're shitting me, he's alive? Or some shit like that. So it was something involving Han. Now that I remember. As many cameos as possible to let you know all these people exist in the Fast and Furious world, and we just have to show you them for five or ten seconds. Because they showed us the FBI agent who worked with Paul Walker's character in Fast and Furious, where Paul Walker famously broke his nose, and he still has that broken nose. And I was just confused in the theater, like, wait, doesn't this guy hate this crew? Why is he helping them out? Did I miss something here? We also have to show Helen Mirren's character, the mother of Jason Statham. Again, cool car chasing, but at the end of the day, it didn't really feel like she needed to be in the movie. But then, like, the shocker is Cardi B pops up in this movie. And for anybody who thought they were safe from Cardi B only being in the film for like a minute, she's gonna be in Fast and Furious 10 and you can bet she'll be in Fast and Furious 11. And to some people come in the movie, the explanation is even more confusing. So the way she is introduced and a background character that has apparently been around in the Fast and Furious universe forever, we just never saw her, is there was a Fast and Furious short film called Los Bandaleros that Vin Diesel directed where it was kind of like a 20 minute short film. And in this film, is that person Kara, who's the sister of Cardi B. She shows up there and is connected to Vin Diesel in a way, and that's how Cardi B is connected. I knew this was a soap opera, but now it's just confusing to keep up with all these backstories. Because one of the cameos I was most excited to see is the return of Sean from Tokyo Drift, along with Bow Wow's character, and even they didn't really make sense why they're in this movie, and I feel so mean saying it, but like, you have to remember Tokyo Drift only happened a few years before Fast and Furious 9. It's only been like five or six years so this guy's supposed to be straight out of high school five or six years the man does not look like it also why are they engineers working on rockets and attaching them to a pontiac like who are they working for are they part of some sort of nasa group it just doesn't fit in with the characteristic that we saw of this guy from tokyo drift it honestly feels like it's a completely different character because that guy was a bad boy a troublemaker didn't really seem all that smart but now he's an engineer working on these rockets that's where here in fast and furious 9 the bs meter was just through the roof and i could not excuse so much of this stuff because in the past Fast and Furious movies, there was always like two, maybe three scenes maximum where you're like, all right, I don't think that could happen. Physics doesn't work like that, but this is still a cool movie. I'll forgive it. Things like when Dominic Toretto caught Letty midair and then landed on a car, or in Fast and Furious 7 where they take one car and then jump it all the way to another building. But it was like only one of the three ridiculous scenes that happened in this film where in Fast and Furious 9, I think almost every action scene is ridiculous and not believable. And when it comes to that, you just lose your suspense and you know these guys will make it out no matter what. This guy, very critical. I, now, Lee asked, where do I rank it in the movies? I think it's it's not the best movie, but it's not the worst of the series. The best of the series, to me, was uh, Fast and Furious, number four, the fourth one. Um, that's when he went all. Uh, that's when. Uh, that's when they went to Mexico to get uh, Braga. El Braga. So prior to them, back when they were low key. Yeah, that's before the best got, one. Before they got uh, Blockbuster level. Yeah, so 4, which was the return movie, that was the return. Um, that was the best one, in my opinion, of the series. Nah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see. How, 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 
Well, with Tony, before you say that, because I want to ask both of y'all, I'm gonna mute myself. How would y'all rate all the movies? All nine. Well, I'll I'll give you my order. Sure. You know, I go. I would go with four, one, four, one, five. We got five third. Yeah, I think five is a good movie. I know, but third. Yeah, I got five ones. I, I think I, I think I think four is the best one. I think, AA, I think AA is a purist when it comes to it. I think he don't. I think he likes the fact that it's going and it's getting attention. But I think that at the end of the day, you still like it the way it was originally intended. I do, I do. That's why two. That's why one is number two for me. Is the second. I can put one at number two. Yeah. Then I go four. I go five one four. See with you, with you, you and me, we kind of have the same. You and me have the same top three, more or less. We're just in different positions. Yeah, just different. It's entertaining. Yeah. It seems ridiculous, but it's entertaining. It I th- seems after comic after after the position number three, I would go. I would go with six, two. Tokyo Drift. I wanted you to put that last. No, Tokyo, because the thing is, seven and eight are out there. They're like really out there. Um, eight, eight. But 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 here's the thing. I think I think I think at the bottom of the list is probably eight. I would put go Tokyo Drift, nine, seven and eight. So Tokyo Drift is Tokyo Drift is what I put it at six. I think you said oh, man. What was that? Like number nine, they landed on Mars. <sighs> it's <laughs> it, the problem is, even though they shored up a lot of things, eight, eight was is, over the top. Eight bro. was very over the top, and and that's saying a lot. Seeing who directed it, Gary Gray, F. Gary Gray. Like I was like, damn, he oh, is like you. Yeah, he did eight. So I was like, well, doing that, that's crazy. I mean, how the right. hell? How the hell do you uh, kidnap or not kidnap, but hack into a thousand cars at a, at the same time and run them rogue throughout the city of New York? Wait, was that the one with the um, with the parachute? What parachute? Parachute. It no, that's seven. That's seven. That's seven. What was the one when they was going through the buildings, hopping from one seven to the next? Seven. You don't think that thing like that was most awesome. No, the, the thing the thing with, with you said seven and eight. I said seven and eight. Yeah. I think seven really and eight are the last top. two. Yeah, at the bottom of the list. Seven had Ronda Rousey in it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so what was off the wall at eight? I don't remember. Was that the one with Dom went was like evil? Submarines. He was eating the submarines and all that stuff. Going yeah. Off buildings and all kind of shit. Yeah. It was but, raining cars in New York. Right. Oh, I remember. And you, okay. and you remember seven? That's when you was talking about the Rock did the thing with the cast. And... Yeah, where he broke the the, the plaster cast. And that was the same right. one. Paul Walker, where he was surfing on the the on off the cliff. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was seven. That was the bus. Yeah, that little bus. Yep. That bus. Yeah. Wow. Um. So yeah, it would it would. 
that's where it would be. I've grown to like Tokyo Drift over time yeah, in the sense. Never get into, I can't but never get it's still Drift. a very low on the list overall. I like Too Fast, Too Furious before I watch Tokyo Drift. Oh, so do I. So do I. Okay. But, too uh, Fast, Too Furious was slept on because they thought that was going to pretty much kill the franchise. And it didn't, but... And it didn't. But yeah. I, that's why I hold Too Fast, Too Furious in high regard. Because they did that without Vin Diesel. Surfer, you know, Surfer's favorites are 5, 6, and 7. <laughs> they got the rock. They all got the rock. Still got a series. Yeah, you know that's it. We do. Oh, by the way, we also we we also uh, get um, the backstory of how Dom met um, Leo and the other guy. Leo and um, the two the two Dominicans. They were always oh, together. Oh, the ones from uh, yeah. <laughs> that helped them at eight. Yeah, Leo and uh, what is his name? Santos and Leo. Mm-hmm. Um, so they weren't in this movie. They were in this movie. Well, no, they were in the backstory, but Santos was in this movie. Okay. He was. He was in the I final like how scene. How they do them guys, man? Well, Santos made his. They both made their appearance in uh, Los Bandoleros. But I'm saying they they was in what the fourth one? They were in the fifth one. They were four or five. They weren't in six. They were not in six. Were they in seven? I don't believe so. They weren't in. I believe they were in seven. I believe they were in seven. What they doing seven? They were doing like one of those things. This, um. It was. I don't remember them in seven. They were either in seven or eight. They were in eight. Yeah, they helped them in eight. Is, okay, then that's what it was. They were in eight. Yeah, they helped them in eight. See, they've been hit and miss. Yeah. You know, throughout the franchise, they they deserve to be more consistent. Especially they helped them steal that money in the fifth one. Yeah. Bring yourself. Here, this is. This is Santos when he meets Han. Right. And here comes Han. Can you explain to me who's the Chinese guy? Looks like you've been really moving up in the world. Who's this guy? <laughs> Abajo. Vamos, 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 vamos. Tato. Vamos. Santo, Han, Han Santo. You look like shit. That means a lot coming from you. Oh. How come we can't stay in a hotel, huh? Oh, complaining already. Like air conditioning, you know? Like room So why the hell can't Dom be that animated in the, in the movies? I don't understand why. He's cold and and that's another thing too. In the first movie, which was only twenty years ago, he was in a, he was quote unquote in his twenties. 
but he was supposedly in his 20s in 1989. So. That's crazy. That man almost 60 in real life. Ah, boy. But, uh, yeah. They did a lot of, uh, they really did, uh, you know, like I said, they shored up a lot of the answers. And, uh, that's it. Now, did you, okay, now, did you hear leading up to this movie that Cena announced that he's coming back to WWE? I heard. I heard. They might be at SummerSlam. But that's also because the Suicide Squad movie's coming out also. Doesn't necessarily mean that Fast and Furious is is the reason. Credit card commercial. Huh? Credit commercial. Uh, he, he does. He does Experian. He does uh, pistachios. He does garbage bags. He does everything now. I hope he ain't coming back to beat no damn body. That's the. That's. I. I heard. That's what I'm. I heard worried about the proverbial rumor and innuendo this week that uh, it was going to be. Um, well, no, that was for for Bobby Lashley. It was still going to be Cena and Roman, I think, that I heard for, for SummerSlam, but I heard it was Goldberg and Lashley at SummerSlam. They're going to get Cena 17. Well, I think Orton should beat Flair's racket personally, but mm-hmm. they'll end up letting this. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who is Bobby Lashley? Goldberg. 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 This man, they got more title shots over the last, what? Two three years that he got his whole WCW run. Yeah, that's all he gets. He's had he's had more he's had more WWE title reigns than he did in WCW. I'm not even talking about the reigns. I'm talking about the shots. I know he's had a bigger WWE career than he did in WCW. Thanks. And you mean to tell me, John? And by the way, and just like in WC, just like in WCW, as Booker T said. One time on a WWE documentary in regards to Goldberg's WCW title reign, all manufactured. <laughs> Those were Booker T's well, exact words. Hey, ain't that what Mickey said about? <laughs> they was handpicked. Kill them title, and it's not their fault. It's just the fact of they starting to get on how y'all used to fill out Roman Reigns. Yeah. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, and the and if he win money in the bank, I'm gonna lose my mind. Let me let me tell you something. Do number go run the SmackDown the, and cash try to cash it in on Roman Reigns. The, That's the, it, man. But you know what? If he gets that contract, he's eligible to face Lashley too. And that's what he's he not. But the thing is, he lost too many times for anybody to care right now. And you know what? Hope, it was it was. I hope they don't go that route. It was yesterday that. Um, it's not his fault. Uh, no, it's not his fault. It was yesterday that I was on Twitter after Raw went off the year. And I didn't watch Raw because I had a had a busy day last night. Um, I was running around doing TV I know I didn't miss much, but I went on Twitter and I saw like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. Again, like, you know, people were like, again, they were getting the, the tired. The, the tiredness is setting in now for Drew. Which is sad because what's going to happen is 
and that's not Drew's fault, but Drew is going to go down in, in on record on paper as being the guy that was only on top during a pandemic. Yeah, by the time he does win, no one's going to care. It's no like one's going to care. No one's going to yeah. care. And then the uh, the the crowd the crowds are going to be back in the stadium and then the in the arenas and things like that. And WWE will have moved on to somebody else. They would have been better off taking him off TV. They don't have anything else to do. They don't want to put him in the mid card. But they could have had him in a feud with somebody. They've been moving to SmackDown. What's one telling him? Well, no, because they, 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 the reason they do that, Tony, because there was no way they could justify moving a fat SmackDown and not have him. Cause no, I'm talking about now. Well, they don't want I'm talking about him. now. Well, if he go there, he, he they don't want him to go somewhere and keep losing. He ain't going to beat Roman no time soon. That's that's what the setup is, man. Because you got to remember, the draft is coming up. What, after SummerSlam? In August, I think. Yeah. Right. I don't think so. he's the one to beat Roman, though. I don't think, know. I think I'm not no WWE, they're gonna have him beat Lashley at a point where no one cares. No one's gonna care when he does it, and it's not. And that's that. This is more damaging to his, to his run than anything else. Like, take him off TV, injure him, and keep him off TV for three or four months, and let him come back if you want to beat Lashley. But having him keep coming back and losing, like they did Edge. Well, did he lose clean a couple of times? Yeah, but uh, Drew did lost what three times the Bible last the right in my na- na- numbers on no, correct. How many, how, how many of them were clean though? Well, he passed out one time. I think that's maybe once lot. or twice. Maybe yeah, once or twice. Okay. All right, that's one, two, two, maybe. Yeah. Right. It's like when Roman kept going against Brock, and it was always like, by the time he won, it was like, who cares now? Because like, Brock had already beat him clean. Yeah, like something already real. Yeah. But they could have. That's why when you got people like that, there's a way to separate people and do it in a way and put him in feuds. He could have had a, a, a two, three month feud with somebody. Put him on Smack. They could have had a feud with Cesaro, feud with Rollins, feud with all these other people, Owens, all this stuff they could have done. But they want to keep him in the main event and not have him win a championship until. So he's been feuding with Bobby Lashley for how long has it been? It seemed like it's been like eight or nine months. And I know it hasn't both, been that long. Uh, since like, Mania. Since April. Mania, right? Uh-uh. Nah, I mean, well, Bobby no, no, was, yeah, yeah. remember, Bobby was. was a U.S. champ. Remember, he was a U.S. No, champ. He was, he, Bobby was U.S. champ, but he was still, he was still feuding, but, uh, remember, Lashley couldn't beat him at first. Wasn't it, wasn't it Lashley couldn't beat him? Uh, oh, And then Miz oh. cashed in. No, not Miz didn't cash in. Miz, no. Yeah, he did. But yeah, Miz cashed in. Prior to Miz cashing in, Bobby Lashley was feuding with McIntyre. No, Bobby Lashley was feuding with Riddle. And he lost that U.S. title the same yeah, night that, that like, Miz cashed like in. But you got to remember, Bobby Lashley lost to Riddle. And then... He came up there and beat the hell out of uh, Drew McIntyre. After McIntyre, I think, lost to Sheamus. Beat Sheamus. All right, before McIntyre, all right, McIntyre feuded with Sheamus. Right. Was champion. Who was he feuding with before Sheamus? Randy Orton. Okay, that's right, because he, he, he kept playing top potato with Randy Orton, right? Right. And he and, Mac, and, and Bobby Lashley got a few title shots, but he couldn't beat him. 
Now that I don't remember, but you might be right because uh, my whole thing like, is. Biz told Lashley, he was like, "I'll give you a title shot if you if if he tried to get he tried to sit Bobby Lashley on on McIntyre, so he wouldn't lose the championship." That's when Bobby Lashley was like, "I came to I came to get what I what you promised me." Right, but you got to remember he was the U.S. champ and he was oh, no, real. Yeah, but he just never could. I'm saying, like, he was getting title shots when he was U.S. champion. He couldn't beat Drew. At least on, I'm not seen. saying it was on pay-per-view. It must have, it was on Raw. Because, like, a dummy, I was watching it. <laughs> I was tuning every week. WWE is, is a, it's a mess. A hot mess. Um, well, what, and what, Edge what, come what? right back and get a title shot, huh? Real they quick. just walking the door getting title shot. No. <laughs> they resort to the old that's, that's all you got to do is just walk in, hand me a title shot. Um, <laughs> they matches, a couple of things. A couple of things I need to go back. I want to want to touch back on real quick with the Fast and Furious thing, real quick, while I have it fresh in my mind. I did not know this that part that the last two installments is going to be a two part finale. Oh, they marvel now. Okay. It's gonna be it. it's gonna be part ten, part one, and part two, like uh, Harry Potter did with the finale and all that stuff. No, with the Avengers, uh, with the Avengers yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a two part finale. Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. all the movies, The Matrix. Yeah. So that's number one and number two. Um, I've talked I talked about this about a year ago, but I need to go and see this movie because I want to see how much of a connection there is. The movie Better Luck Tomorrow. Okay, that apparently is part of the story of the Fast and Furious because it tells Han's origins because that the character came from that movie. So, oh, so it's part of the multiverse. Part part of the multiverse. (laughs) Anyway, are they gonna? Okay, so are they gonna do a Marvel did and shoot all both movies? Around damn to the same time. As of right now, we don't one. we don't know because that the problem is is probably when they were going to go into the stages of planning the movie is when the pandemic started. So I bet you they will for none of them characters can hold none of them uh, actors can hold them up for money. Why they gonna do it that way? Now here's the thing. I want to know. I want to know if that movie. I, I want to know if that movie was re-edited during the pandemic. What movie? Fast and F nine. Oh, okay, okay. Because that movie was supposed to come out last April. They don't got no Marvel budget, though, Lee. I don't, they probably shoot one and then do the other one a little bit down the road. Because you know that mouse got unlimited money. So hey, They already made They already made like over 500, 500-something million already. And you mean all the franchise? I'm talking, no, I'm talking about like worldwide for the last yeah. few days. Yep. The, the, the highest oh, they made that much up. They well, made. They, they, they had made. Like, they had like five. It's at least over five hundred million. They had made already worldwide before the movie was released in the United States. They had did a hundred, I believe, twenty eight million dollars before it was released in the United States. And this is we and we technically still in a pandemic, and they made over and it's worldwide over five hundred million. Yeah. And during a pandemic, everybody ain't going to the movies. They have made this much right. money, and, and, they, and, and they don't know streaming platforms. That's scary. How much money they would have made if if, if the world was open up? Uh-huh. They had to put it on the peacock. 
Eventually they will. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think it'll end up on Peacock first. It's going to be on HBO Max before it ends up on Peacock. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so let me talk about something that Lee wants me to talk about. And what's her name? Aisha Mobley. I ain't got no opinion I, I, of, of this dumb broad. This, this, oh, I hate to call this broad dumb. Keisha Mobley, what's her name? Tony, like I said, I ain't denying none of that. But we, we ain't gonna talk about. We, we can talk about symptoms, but we need to talk about the source. Oh yeah, WWE. This. We can talk about the source. Doug Lake gonna talk about the source. Like he be getting on AEW every week. Kenise Mobley. Here we go. So, listen. Those who don't know, Kenise Mobley was hired. About 30 days ago, by the WWE to be a writer on Monday Night Raw. She was hired with no experience or knowledge of the product. She went on a podcast distributed worldwide, because all podcasts are distributed worldwide, including this one. And she admittedly said that the WWE hired her knowingly that she knew nothing about the product and hired her simply because she was a writer. Long story short. And that sent off a world, a firestorm like no other. She was quickly released from her job. She had not even begun working yet. And she's been receiving shit from the IWC ever since. And it's very crazy, but WWE hasn't received any, which you just said, sugar, honey, iced tea, because, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and, and, it, and the crazy part is she was still hired when she made those statements, so they, why'd they fire her? For making those statements. Um, so. Yeah, that makes me wonder, what was wrong with the statement? So, let's start with her receiving shit from the IWC. I can't say she doesn't deserve it. However, they can talk about it. These kids, not the way they are. Yeah, How, yeah. However, she opened up a can of worms. She was stupid enough to go out and air. I don't care about what job she has or what her job title was. I would never go on a podcast or any type of show that is distributed. To a, to a large audience and admit I just got hired at a job I'm not qualified for. I agree with you. I would never do that. I'm trying to figure out how a dumb wrestling fan would come at her though and not come at WWE for doing that. So that, That's the part I don't understand. So now we so we, we, we asked that question. She's stupid. And she opened this, this Pandora's box of all the shit she's receiving from the IWC. She brought it upon herself. Yeah. That's number one. She doesn't deserve it, but she brought it upon herself. Now, how does a writer get hired that doesn't know the product? How much does WWE make? How much are they worth? A couple billion dollars. A couple billion dollars. So how how 
how does WWE hire somebody that has no product knowledge? They hire somebody that writes Sweet Valley High books. So here's what I think happened. This is not me justifying now, but here's what I think happened. Okay? No, 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 no. And I explained it to you. I think WWE put out a listing in the trades because this is this is how it works when you're when you're a uh, a national company and you're looking for uh, when you're when you're trying to acquire employees high high position employees now you put out uh, an ad in the trades and you tell them you basically spell it out in your ad what it is you're looking for in the qualifications I think WWE put out an ad in whatever trades they put it put it in because we've seen WWE uh, job listings before but the job listings that I've always come across have been for you know office jobs uh, you know production staff and, and bullshit like that I think WWE probably put out a, an ad that basically said we are looking for a writer of a televised show of a television show a cable television show and we're looking for who who has writing experience. Like Ole Anderson. And I think that they neglected. Right now, you know how you, you're talking to Stan. But do you know how like you 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 see a job listing, and a lot of times in the job listing, it'll say must have experience in Excel, it must have experience in you know yeah, in a POS system. And nothing wrong with the way they hide. Nothing wrong with the way they were. Advertising for the job, and nothing's wrong for the fact that she applied for the job. She, Tell me how she got hired as well. Right. You get to- now we're getting there. So WWE probably neglected to put in the. Uh, I'm assuming WWE it's possible neglected to put in there that you need product knowledge to do this job, or they were just putting a general mm-hmm. ad out there looking for writers, and a writer a writer applied for the job. Why are they just looking for writers? They got a product that sucks. Billion dollar company. So, here's my thing now. Product knowledge aside, what qualified her to be a good writer, to be a writer on a television show? Anybody. What, what were, no, what were, exactly, what were her previous writing experiences? That's question number one I've got to ask. What was her prior experience? You, 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 you being too nice. They did no, 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 no. They I, hired her. Okay. They knew, they, they, they but that's what I want to know. I, they hired this Lee, woman. No. They hired her with back... If Let's say they did a background check. Okay? I want to know if her background check included previous experience. That's... It does, this is what? just me wanting to know. This is just me wanting to know. Okay? And that's fine. Okay, but that, this is me. Her. But wait. So they hired her... To be a writer, but I'm saying you, we speculate at this point if this woman was qualified or not on, on her. Forget about skills. the qual, but forget all that. Why no, but I, I want to. I'm trying to spell. I'm trying to spell out business. the. I'm trying to spell out the entire picture. That's one aspect. I want to know uh, what her AEW and they did something like this. You'd have been already cut their balls. <sighs> I'm not that because I haven't gotten to the WWE yet. So she gets the job. She outs herself and gets fired. I asked the question today because I have not seen anywhere in the news questioning who was the one that hired her. What department was in charge of hiring a new writer? 
Because I guarantee you, and I put it in my text message to Lee, there is no way in hell Vince McMahon is sitting there in the Thunderdome reading applications. That's true. Exactly. Who hired her? And who? it's the person that hired her is the person we need to look at. Because probably the person not that fired her... Not necessarily. Pr- why not? I disagree. I disagree with that. Because if the mandate or the charge was given to that person to hire the way they hired, they're not at fault. That's what I'm saying to you, Double A. What I'm saying to you is that this woman was I... still working for the company. And she, and within a month, she, they would have known within a month. It don't take you a month to realize somebody don't know what they, they, they don't know your, your product. Or they don't know the environment. So they didn't let her go then. They let her go after the story leaked because they were embarrassed that they were out there hiring people who knew nothing about the business because people were already taking shots on them for doing that. So that's what it was. No one's going to get in trouble for this. They fired her. She's the one that took the fall. I don't her, know. And they're going to turn the blame on it. They knew Vince McMahon already gave it, just go out there and hire, some, hire someone to write these stories, teach them how to come in. That's all it was. This is how they normally do business. It's just she was the one that, that outed them. That's what I'm saying. This is nothing new. We just have 100%. We, we, all the speculation we had before of them just hiring random people, this, that, and third, we just got confirmation on it. But yet they can hire Eva Marie and fire Samoa Joe and fire this person and fire this well, person and fire all these other people that they could have brought in who know the business and they could have came in and helped on some and, way. They may not be writers, but they come in some way, but they didn't do it. So that's the question why I'm wondering why the, the internet wrestling community isn't answering the, asking these questions. And they going after this girl who, I mean, if, hey, if w, I don't know anything about the inner workings about WWE and stuff like that. I know very, very, very minimal Okay, but if they came and offered me all this money, I'd be a fool not to take it. Like I said, she was a dummy but for saying what she That's said. another she thing, though. I want to know how much, they, but, how much but, she was getting paid. Them calling her name, calling her, you know, a B-I-T-C-H and all this stuff, that was wrong. They had to come at her. My problem is, okay, fine. You want to go at this woman? Go at her. They don't know why they're going at her. But then once you're done, do like they did when ECW was sitting up there and they turned on and they joined the alliance, turn your back and turn on WWE because... You gotta ask yourself the question. They put out this mediocre product, mediocre product, and either, either, I'm, the reason why we're not hearing about someone dropped the ball is because they didn't drop the ball. This has been normal practices. It's just before it was Freddie Prince Jr. Okay, he said he was a fan or whatever. Blah blah blah. Yeah, these people have. They could tell them they're actors. Get on TV and just say you're. They had Jimmy Jacobs at one point. He was on there. They fired him and let him go. They said. They hired this woman. They knew she didn't have any of this stuff. They knew she was just a writer. They don't, they had no, that was not a prerequisite for her to get that job. And I'm surprised that people aren't more disgusted that a $2 billion see, company that's, or however it is, that's, is allowed I, if this is what they're putting out. And their product sucks. Yeah. I mean, they haven't changed their practices, double A. Listen, I mean, that's getting worse and worse. You're not even watching it. Mass Transit. Hard if anybody's won. Mass Transit pulled a fast one on Paul Heyman it, <laughs> 20 years ago. So, I mean, listen, a, you, she could have pulled a fast one on WWE as well. Who knows? A $2 billion cut. Well, you know what? It's still their fault. Because if you it's got still their money fault. And you allow anybody to come in and do that, you let some writer pull a that's why I. That's why I'm wondering. Because here's the thing. Because you could pull... <sighs> You going too easy on them. It's not that I'm going. No, it's not that I'm going. No, 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 no. no. It's not going that I'm too easy. I'm questioning. No, no. I'm questioning 
who's in charge of the hiring and firing in terms of that and the process that goes into the acquisition. Because the thing is, we know what it, what WWE does to go and hire talent. WWE goes through a very rigorous process to go look for talent. They, they, they scour the indies and, and then they put them through a training camp and, and everything. They go through a very diligent process when it comes to the wrestlers. But when it comes... Well, the person who doing the hiring wasn't the one who made coming with the process of hiring. That came from higher up than them. But that's the thing. What if that part, the higher ups is maybe so far removed that that's they don't know... I, I know that's still WWE's problem. But what I'm saying is, what if it's so far removed that they don't even know anymore? It's like when you're... You know, you work with your boss and your boss says... Tells you one day, I, you, you, do you know who you're talking to? I could do this with my eyes closed because I've done it before. Said, okay, prove it, and you walk away, and they're lost. They don't know what they're doing. I think it's that it's it could be a situation like that, but but that doesn't excuse them. I'm not but trying to say it does. Stephanie, they got to get through Vince because the thing is this: you so okay. Say for example, she did BS for a month, so a whole month she was employed with that company. And she was state employed. You, you, she ain't faking it that. Long. I just want to know. I, I just want to know why she was picked for the job. I want to know what it was that because it was they, her. You know why? Because that she, but you're she questions picked. that make no difference. It does make a difference, though. She was a writer. No, but that's the thing. I want to know what it was. Listen, Lee. When you've you've been well, in, matter, it does I, matter. I it does, Lee. It does matter because you go it. You've done interviews. I've done interviews. And if yeah. somebody comes in and does has a good interview and sells yourself, they leave an impression and you hire them. So I want to no, know. No, you don't. No, you don't. You 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 take note of that interview. You take note of the interview, but background. still, you do your background. You do your background. Sure everything they said in that interview. Was but, legit. You don't just take their word for it. Okay, but what if what if that this person did a good enough job that they a background wasn't needed? Or okay, that's listen, to me but listen, but listen. What I'm going to. How old is she? How old is this girl? Company. How old is this girl? She's young. On top of that, she's young. She's, it doesn't matter. Her age. It she does be, matter. She could be coming out of college, and they, if they ha- look, if they advertise a writer like you said, and she's a writer, she could be 22 years old coming out of college. She applied for the job. They hired her. We can't. But one thing we. Only thing we can fault this girl for is the fact that she ran her mouth. We can't fi- fault her for getting a job. That ain't got no, to do with that. No, that's not her fault. That's, that's, a, that's irrelevant. We need to find out why this girl got a job and she had no knowledge of the company and she lasted there for a whole month and it wasn't detected. How did she get the job? That's the first error. Number two, why was she last there for two for a whole month and it wasn't detected? Why was she fired only after she said she didn't know what was going on? That seems shady. It seems like it was like, oh man, she she told our business put her out there because now they're hiring people this this proves that they're hiring people who know nothing about their product and this is why their product sucks this is the source of the problem why is no one talking about that and 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 i'm not going to sit there and say okay uh, just some just random name brad smith hired her brad smith didn't come up with the with the process on how to hire i get that Lee, and i agree with it. you i get that so because who, look who vince look She's sitting in meetings with vincent man or stephanie man whoever it is these people can't pick up and detect you've been doing this for 30 years or whatever. Look, this girl don't know what the world she's talking about. Listen, Vince Russo was was a magazine writer, and look what happened. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't I don't have yeah, an answer for you. They were a $3 billion dollar company back then, so. Well, 
still. I mean, I can see him getting through the cracks. But this girl, with how are you vetting people? You, you, you put someone in such a, an important role and you had no knowledge of what their background was? No, I don't believe that. You knew exactly where she was lacking at. And you hired her anyway. Because that's what you're doing. I, you're I just, random I just, writers I would just love to, to write, to, but, to come in blindly and do it. So, Double A, why can't you? So, so you're more qualified than she is. I am, but I, I would just and like they won't, hire, they won't hire you. Though. They won't hire me. That makes too much sense. But is it because she was a minority? I don't know. No, we're not gonna go there and guess why. This, that, I don't know. I mean, you know, any other time they don't. I, I, I mean, would. We can make. We can say. We can say because she's black. We can say because she's a woman. None of those things matter. The fact of the I'm, matter is, is that they hired someone who wasn't qualified. We're not. That doesn't. I just want to know what it was in her interview. Regardless, I just want to know. What, I know you want to know, but I what just want to know. Huh? What'd you say? I'm saying. I'm saying. I know you want to know for. But what difference will it make? How does that excuse them for what they it did? It doesn't. It doesn't. I just want to know because I want to. I want to myself. I want to okay. piece together. Okay, the, I want to piece right. together the process of how it was let's determined that she was qualified for this TV job. Shows. Huh? Let's say she got fifteen years writing experience on a TV shows. Let's uh, say that. Okay. Let's say she got ten years on a on a, on a high profile. TV show. Let's okay. say that. Let's say she has okay. all the qualifications in the world as a writer. Uh-huh. She just doesn't know the product. Is, uh-huh. that, is that enough for them to hire her? No. Okay, so what should it be the quite if you're if you if your show is is producing a horrible product, mm-hmm. what do you think they need to do right now? Put somebody in position, put somebody in position that has knowledge of the product and how the business functions. I think that's more important. That's more important than hiring an actual writer. Thank you. So my question is, why are they hiring writers and hiring people that have no knowledge of the business? That's that's that part because they they want to be they they rather have more of a soap opera. Here's the thing. I think the reason why they hire writers is not necessarily for the storylines, but they want writers for the quote unquote. Promos and things like, because all that stuff is spelled out. It's all written. I need nachos. All right. I mean, it's not. This is. I. I don't know if. Uh, I think at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, when it comes down to the storyline, okay, wrestler A versus wrestler X, that is still being handled by people with experience in the industry, the Michael Hayes's. The Vince McMahon's and things like that. The bookers, the the quote unquote bookers. But it's what the what the two wrestlers do in the context of the storyline. That's where the writers come in, and they write. Okay, this week we're going to write that John Cena gets hit by a car driven by Batista. That's written by a writer, but the storyline of John Cena versus Batista was developed by the Booker. The promo that was in the ring okay. that John Cena cut on Batista was written by a writer. It was written by Kenise Mobley. Okay, so you're okay. So if you're saying that, then you're saying it's okay what they did. Then. I'm not. I'm not arguing. I'm just asking. No, I'm saying. not that, saying it's okay true. what they did. Think- I'm no, it's not okay. It's not so okay. My question is this: then she didn't lie. No, she didn't Why lie. Was she fired? Why was she fired? She was fired for making a fool out of herself and the company. 
No, 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 that's her fault. That's why her fault. She was fired. She was fired for outing. She was she was fired for outing the WWE on their incompetence. There's no other reason. There's there unless she harassed, sexually harassed somebody in the 30 days that she worked for the WWE. There's no reason for her to have been fired. At least not that quick. Why did she get fired? She got fired because she embarrassed the company. She embarrassed the WWE. She embarrassed the WWE. And and on top of that, and on top of that, wait a minute. On uh, let me let me let me let me make this key point. WWE has a zero tolerance policy, okay, when it comes to exposing the quote unquote inner workings. Right, because they got a TV show that come on every week that does just that. What show? Behind the Ring and A A W. No, that were, those are those, no. That's a we're, we're, I'm talking about the current, the current inner workings. What's there to hide? We all know what's going on. We know you that know we know. On. Listen, we, we, we know that it's about, a scripted. Should no, no. Listen, listen. Talk about Goldberg coming back and Lee. Rock. And okay, Lee. And let, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me put it. Let me put it to you this way then. Let's say you've got a WWE computer, okay? You have a WWE. She didn't give me storyline. She just said she doesn't. But she let me let me about what's going on. Hold on. Job. Let me let me let me put it to you this way. You've got a WWE issued computer, okay? And mm-hmm. you are pissed off because they did you wrong last week in the office, whatever. They promised you a bonus, you didn't get it, whatever. You and you decide you you and and you decide to take it out by you've got a the the the, the draft script for what's going to happen this coming Monday night on Raw. And you go in a private email that's not a company email, but you go in a private email from your work computer and shoot that that script of what's going to happen on Monday Night Raw that reveals a pretty substantial storyline. You send it off to Dave Meltzer at the Wrestling Observer, and that that that's wait a minute, wait, and that circulates the internet. After an internal investigation, WWE finds out it's you. They're going to fire you for exposing them. I get. I, I, I know that's completely different. I'm sure but, you sign contracts and stuff. You sign contracts to say you. Can't okay, fine. Let me let me bring it. Let me bring it then lower. Let me bring it lower than that. A lot. Lower. You you you. Twenty years ago, you could have gotten away with maybe this, but in 2021, I don't know if you can get away with this. You go on. You go on a show, for example. You let's say you go on uh, the Tonight Show, okay. You go on the Tonight Show and you're there to promote SummerSlam, but all you do during the course of a 10-minute interview is you complain about the storylines. You don't talk about SummerSlam, which is why you really went to the Tonight Show in the first place, and you just sit this there and you complain. Well, of course it does. You go in there and you complain and you said, eh, "Management doesn't like me. Management is just giving. I'm tired of the storylines." Blah 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 blah. What is that? What do you think WWE's going to do? They're gonna fire your ass. Whoa, 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 whoa. Unless you read something different, I read. When was she complaining? She was just not complaining. Things- exposing the 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 current inner 
workings. I un- listen. I'm maybe I'm not wording Dude, it right. No if she went on Letterman. I mean, not I get that. Dude, if she went on Conan or who is it? Fallon the night. They was like, so you work for WWE now? Yeah, I work for WWE. How long you been there? I've been there for about thirty, about a month now. How do you like it? Well, you know, they hired me as a writer. I have no idea. You know, I never watched WWE. I mean, how many times have there been movie actors who got a role as a comic book character or something? Been like, you know, I've never even read a comic book before blah 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 I just stepped in a bit AJ Styles he was like I never I, even you know wrestled before stepped in a ring I, I get didn't that. watch wrestling growing up as a child there's been I wrestlers that. who said stuff like Those this are... there's been people on Total Divas that said this stuff she did nothing different that's what I'm telling you. Like, she, you, she exposed. You I, like, I get this woman. That's why I'm trying to think of the right people. example, and I can't. But long story short, she 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 outed. You can't find one because she didn't do anything wrong. She outed. She, it was stupid, but it was stupid, but it wasn't. She wrong. outed that's and embarrassed the WWE. When you embarrass the WWE, WWE takes it personal. That's, that's, a, that's the only thing I can think of. How about how about WWE embarrassed themselves because they did? I didn't say they didn't. I didn't say they didn't. You I'm just she saying. She, but it, she. Listen, she didn't come out there and say I'm going to embarrass the WWE. She, it, that just came out of her mouth. All right, Double A. Let me let me bring it home to you. Say for example, you got the you got you got the rant. This TV show, I mean, mm-hmm. this radio program, high profile program, been going on for 13, 14 years. Um, you have knowledgeable people coming here and know about wrestling. Mm-hmm. You have them come on here. Um, in the last couple of years or whatever, ratings may drop or whatever because there's podcasts coming on all different times. Now people have alternatives. You got comfortable, whatever it is, and you yeah. figure, well, I got this certain certain base, whatever, but whatever. You bring somebody in to help embellish the show in different areas, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then this person gets on another show and they're like, they're not talking bad about you or anything. They just talking about, yeah, you know, I, I left. Um, you know, doing this, blah blah blah, and then I'm, you know, I'm actually helping out over on Randy M Radio. Is that the third? Nothing malicious. They're just talking. They're just talking, okay. And you know that you had no business hiring this person to begin with because they didn't fit the mold. You know that. Uh-huh. This is your fault through and through. That person did nothing wrong. It might have been stupid. I, I, I don't even. It, it's stupid for them. Per, for them personally, it was stupid for them. Maybe for them to say, because they'd be like, well, why did you take a job and you didn't have any type of, and they might have been, well, why did they hire me? I mean, I, we call it stupid because we wouldn't personally do it, but we can't even really say that it was even stupid. She was just talking. It's their fault they got embarrassed because they're the one that put themselves in a position to get embarrassed. She didn't, emba- they embarrassed themselves. I get, so I understand was, that and I agree. Me, I'm going to fire you. I, I said, but that's the thing. They put themselves in a position, okay? Where this information could come out, she was stupid enough to go out and air her dirty laundry out on a podcast, which she should not have done. Okay, there's I no, can't say she have done no, no. There's no, there's no reason. There's, there's nothing wrong with what she did, but there's, it, it makes no sense on on any level, that, at, at, at on any true. level, to go on a, on a podcast. And say, I just got hired for a job I'm not qualified for. It makes no sense to go out and say that. That is, that is, and that's that is. the worst we can say about it. it that is, sense. that it is on her. That is on her. The fact that it, it makes happened. Her look foolish. It makes her look foolish, absolutely. And she doesn't know her job. But it, who? But, 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 but wait, I'm not done yet. I'm foolish. not done yet. But at the end of the day, 
regardless of whether that made her look foolish or not, okay, what it did was it made the WWE look foolish, okay, and they reacted. They fired her. WWE doesn't like to be made look to look foolish. Was it was it something that they known that hey one day it might come out that this is our policy? Yes, but it could have been a generic headline that would have gone out to the internet that said, "Rumor has it WWE hires unqualified writers," which is something we've always known, the Freddie Princes and things like that. We've always known that, but to you flat out but wait a minute, to flat. What was that? I said you just handled it. No, I'm not. I'm not. You 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 want me? You you told me. You asked me flat out. No, no, no. You asked me flat out. They embarrassed themselves. I said yes. How did it happen? It just happened because this girl opened their mouth. Because if this girl didn't open her mouth, would you know about this any other way? No, we wouldn't have known it. Okay. One thing I know if she had did the same thing at AEW and Cody had fired her, you'd have been like, "What business they have to do this in there?" And you'd have been. I would have done the same. The same rant. I. The same. You are trying. Here's you. You are. You are trying to show. You're trying to stir the pot again. You're trying to say that I have a bias. You're trying to say I have a bias, and here's the situation that I don't. I'm not defending WWE here. You're trying to make it seem You're like I'm defending them. You're like, hey, no, I'm not. I'm not. What do you want? You would have been on for no. Leah, I've been on this for 45 minutes. What do you want? What do you want? I've been on this for 45 minutes. I stopped talking about Fast and Furious at 1040. It is 1140 now. Yeah. All I'm saying is there's a bias because if, 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 if AEW had even dreamt about doing something like this, Y'all yeah, have been on. No. Y'all have been You're discussing this for about no, 40, 45 You're wrong. You're we, wrong. We, I would have equally. I don't give a damn. I would have equally. You know, good well, double AB going in on AEW. No. I would have equally given them hell as much as I would have given the WWE. Okay? Both you companies, listen, it doesn't matter what the three letters on the wall, what three letters on the building are, they would have received the same amount of hell because that is something that no wrestling company should be doing. Man, let me tell you, so all I know is as soon as WWE fires somebody, as, as soon as WWE fires somebody who we know good and well they, should have, they shouldn't have fired and this person is out of work now. First thing come out your mouth is watch AEW hire them. They better not show up in AEW. But you know what? They will because that's what AEW does. And they they get they get crucified for stuff they haven't even done yet. We don't even know if they're gonna do it. This stuff WWE has been doing, and they look horrible doing this through and through. And the most we get is, oh, we already knew they did it. They've been doing this for years. I mean, it's just what it is. <laughs> that's the difference. That's wrong. about they get a slap on the wrist, a little But you know what? But you know what? But no, no. You, you know why? Radio, I'm gonna. Okay, you want me? If you want me, if you want me, fine. If you want me to give AE, if you want me to to flip the coin and make this seem like AEW did something, if what would happen if AEW did something? I'll tell you why I would give AEW more hell then. AEW come uh, no, but I'm going to tell you why. No, I'm going to tell you why. If you want me to go that route, I'll go that route. The reason why I no, uh, the reason why AEW would catch more hell for this, if they did something like this, 
We're talking about if they did something like this right now. We're not talking about 10, 12 years down the road. We're talking about right now. If they were to do something like this tomorrow, okay, they would catch hell for me, not because of them hiring a, an unqualified person, but because here they are, a new company out set to set to try to quote unquote fix the industry and do things not done in Connecticut, not done by the WWE, and here they are doing something, doing something that only W that we know of only WWE does. Which that is ridiculous. Why? Why would and you're not holding them accountable? Huh? That's the problem. The ones who are in a position to fix the in your, in the industry that has the most knowledge, the most the mileage, the the most years in doing this, the everything. The ones who have the ability to make something you love so much better, and they they they've decided not. To I do don't it, give and you, them credit. You, you won't. And you, you refuse to hold them accountable. I never said I refuse to hold them accountable. You're putting well, words you're in my mouth. You're mouth in your rebuke. You're your rebuke. You're mouthing your rebuke. You, you say they're wrong, and you say it in such a way where we should we should notice already. I'm sorry, Lee, but I can't come on here and scream for 45 minutes about WWE, uh, you know, hiring an unqualified person. Well, you just admitted that if AEW did it, you would give AEW hell, would do it more hell because I would give I would get they, they the would catch same, you said if they did they the would, exact same thing. You would give the new kid on the block more hell for it, and the veteran who's who who knows better and who has. You you said okay. Well, we we the know the new how they kid are. on the so block. You know the that's new the, the no. That's it bias. is not bias. You're wrong because the bias bias would be as if I flat out flat out had a had an issue with AEW from top to bottom whether whether the product was good or not. And I don't. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. One thing you said positive about AEW. One thing that I've said positive about AEW. Cricket. I gotta Crickets. think about it. Thank I gotta you. think about it. Crickets. You gotta think. You shouldn't have to think about it. I Crickets. do have to think about it because Crickets. there's, there's, I, I don't watch AEW to be able to tell you that you this is. A, watch I you don't do watch, watch it. it. You here for like the last three weeks talking about I watch AEW. I watch this match. Me so turning on, me turning on he's AEW so for five minutes does not qualify me. Look at Mark Henry, he's there. Look at the, you watch it. Me, listen. Me qualif- me turning on AEW for five minutes or reading the headlines does not mean I'm. I watch the show religiously. Whatever, man. You watch enough of it to know. No, I watch, don't. Look, you watch enough of it to attack it. I know that much. You watch enough of it to attack it. But when it comes because to I watch the things that catch. I watch things. And I didn't catch it. And Tony E.T. at the time. You ain't miss nothing. Because you know why? When you watch WWE, you go watch the same matches you saw the last three weeks. You know you can watch the same thing with a different spin. A hook on a pole match. Oh, zombies coming out. Oh, midgets crawling from up under the ring. You go by the same thing. You got. And you know what your excuse is going to be? Your your bias excuse is going to be? Your excuse is going to be? I mean, we know WFDGs. They've been doing this for years. Give them a break. Give them a break. You're wrong. When it comes to AEW, if they did, it ain't even thought about doing something like that. See, more of the same thing. They're ridiculous. And Tony, they're just passing money out. They can't do anything that will garner (laughs) approval from you. Anything. That's a bias. That's wrong. a bias. It's WWE not bias. doesn't get judged for doing exactly. You're wrong because I, I, you, you, you must hear AEW a different show than that I hate. that I put out. I don't know what you're listening <laughs> to. I don't know what you're listening to because you're wrong. I get, no, I give wrong. WWE it's hell wrong. all the time. I give WWE hell all the time. I guarantee everyone will say. 
do a Facebook poll, Double A, and I guarantee everyone will say you have a bias for WWE or AEW. I guarantee it. But you won't do that poll. You know why you won't do it? Because you know the results going to come out just like I said. I'll do it if you want. Quattle, I'll do man. it. Tony Quattle now, man, because Tony know you got a WWE bias. He know you got I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now what the result would be of that poll. If I were to put it after up. You, after you, after you, after you uh, fix it all up? Of course, I would not fix it. I would lock the poll so that it can't be fixed. And it would say that you have a bias towards WWE. I, it probably would. No, it will. Okay, you know it will. It probably will. It probably will. That means it probably be more than likely it will. But the thing, Tony is quiet because he don't give a goddamn. Because because you know what? I know you don't look. I know you don't care. But you but you ain't stupid. And you know good and well, WWE got a, a WWE bias. I don't have a WWE he bias. He might have a, I wouldn't say bias. It's just a, a preference. My, but, that's better work. A preference is better. Tony, he just said, Tony, that if AEW did the exact same thing that WWE did tomorrow, he would give them hell. He just said that. I said that because but they're... He's not doing that, I said... He's not doing that with WWE. But you don't... But you... You I'm are, saying, you are taking... I'm saying it's a preference more of a bias. You are taking... Okay. You are taking one sentence out of why... You don't You don't give the it's reason why I mind. would give them hell. You only tell them that I would give them more hell. But you don't you tell them why I, I give them I'm more hell. I'm huh? <laughs> Brothers on the wall. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You don't cover AEW. You can't even name one positive thing about a promotion. You did the same thing with T. You drove. You did the same thing with TNA. You did the same thing with TNA until TNA wasn't worth talking about anymore. Every week, and now you're doing the exact same thing with AEW. The same thing. AEW put on different matches every week. Yeah. Did TNA, you watch? Did you? AEW. You know what I was going to ask you. The other day, the other day, you and I were texting, probably about a week or two ago, and we were talking about AEW because you said I didn't know how many, you know, I don't know how long the secondary shows are or whatever because you were asking me about dark and dark elevation and things like that, and I go, we were we were having a back and forth about it because I said I don't understand because those shows. They're like two hours long. They have 12, 13 matches in a show, and it's like it's too much. They're oversaturating the market. Last night, last night, last night, they had a dark elevation. I didn't watch it, but I saw the headline. 13 matches on a B show. You don't think that that's definitely. too much? No, you know no. what? I don't, that's not what I asked you. They're doing something. You know, and you know what? You know what? You know what? WWE. You does? think so? You don't WWE think WWE will have will have five matches in three hours? And you think that's okay? I didn't say that it's okay. You you the same person sit on here and be like, oh, you know what? Back to I remember we could watch an hour of of, of WCW. Uh, uh, whatever it is back in the day, and we get a good five matches in there because mm-hmm. they cared about wrestling. But then when AEW wants to mimic something like that, you attack. No, you're wrong. Oh, God. You can't tell me I'm wrong. because You I, are I'm wrong. You, you are wrong. wrong. You, nah, you are wrong. You, bias, you are you wrong. I never right. said, I never said, I never said that what I said in regards to AEW doing 13 matches on a B show I said they're oversaturating the market. I said they're putting out Khan, they're putting out kid. too much product. He's not a real wrestling fan. Why? Well, I, I I didn't say he's not a real wrestling fan. I said he's a mark. But the 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 thing is is that 
I said that they're putting out too much product too quickly. That they, I've said that they need to slow it down. I never said they I had an issue. For what reason slow it down? They got all this talent. Why wouldn't they showcase the talent they got? Oh, they should they do can, like WWE and just keep them in the back and then release them and tell them they can't go wrestle nowhere else for three months. That's what they should do. Or they should put a platform so they could have these guys on display so they could be seen. They have exposure. three television I mean, shows. That's what we want, right? They have three television shows. Lee, they could have plenty of TV time that they can showcase their talent. I'm telling you, I'm telling you the amount, the amount that they are putting out, okay, is too much too They're putting out the same amount that WWE putting out and they're showcasing more people. How do you have a problem with that? Because they are a new promotion. They're going to they're gonna burn out. They're going to have a burnout. It don't matter if they knew. It don't matter if they knew. Why does that matter if they're new? They're going to have you, a you, burnout. You, you continue I'm, to talk about stuff, but you talk about stuff you don't know about. You assume it. Enjoy it for what it is. Okay. Now, how are you going to say they're going to burn out? You don't know if they're going to burn out. We, okay. You said for years, for years, you said TNA was going to burn out. And guess what? TNA is still going on. No, I so said TNA was going to burn out for a whole different reason. TNA lasted longer than ECW. TNA lasted longer than WCW. TNA lasted longer than Smoky Mountain. It lasted longer than WWA. It lasted longer than GWF. The last thing you did more than all those promotions, TNA is still going on. I understand that. that. Whatever that is that came on I YouTube. I understand that. TNA lasted longer than all that stuff. I every understand week you got on the air, that. Every week they'll be out of business next week. Well, this will probably be the last we see at TNA. And you're doing the same thing with AEW. Uh, okay. Okay. They, they haven't done anything right. Tell me one thing. You don't like their championships. You don't like Kobe coming to the ring. You don't, don't like, like the like Young Bucks. You don't like Kenny Omega. You don't like the fact they work with other promotions. I never and said that. Never said that. Like I never said that. You don't like the fact they put no professional wrestling actual matches. You don't okay. like that. Okay, what man. can they do? You don't like the fact they, that they're giving people work that, that got fired and didn't have a job and don't have nowhere else to go. Okay. What, don't, what, can, what else can they do to help me understand what this hate is coming from? Okay, Lee. <laughs> I, you are definitely listening to to a different show. I'm not because you are. I just asked you clearly to tell me one good thing about AEW. The fact that I can't, the fact that I can't list one positive right now, is irrelevant. No, no, it's not irrelevant. It is irrelevant. It is irrelevant. No, it's not bad. I don't. When when was the last positive thing you heard me come on here say about WWE? You haven't said anything bad about WWE. You're wrong. You can't bring You're wrong. Say anything bad about. You're wrong. You said they made a mistake. You're wrong. You just admit it. You're wrong. You're wrong. You are not I'm listening. Like, to, you're, you're clearly you're not paying attention. Then when you listen to the show, they got new lights. That's great. AEW puts Pyro out. I can't believe they're spending that much money on Pyro. No, you're wrong. Taking words out of my taking words. You're not. You're not. You're. You're again. You're. You're taking things that I. I never said. You, you did accuse them of having power when AEW first came out. I know I did not. I said Cody's is over the top for him no, and him no, alone. You, re- you said that recently. When AEW first came out no. with Pyro, when no, they I, first came out, they had power. When they first started, no. they come in. No, I, I never said you it. You said pull the audio. Pull the pull the audio. Pull the audio where I said I that. I wish I had. I pull the audio where I said that. Because I would have never. I'm never going to say that about. General Pyro, I'm never going to say that. Okay, so it's a good them having Pyro is a good thing. I don't have an issue with them having Pyro. 
I have an issue with Cody Rhodes and the pyro that he has. Talk about Cody Rhodes right now. I'm talking about pyro in general. I don't have an issue. I don't have an issue with pyro. Period. No, I'm not talking about pyro. Period. Do you do do you think it's a good thing that AEW introduced pyro back into wrestling? How about their lights? You like their lights? Their lights look. I don't have any issue with how the set looks. The lights. I don't have any issues with any of that. Do you have a problem with um, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard being there? I don't have an you issue. Have an issue with Taz being there? I have an issue with, um, well, no, not Taz, because Taz, you know, I don't have any issues with Taz. Do you I have an issue? Do I have an issue with Arn and Tully? Okay, why can't they go where they want to go as grown men who put their time hold in the business? Why hold they got to be where it. you want to be? Why they, if they were in WWE, you'd be fine with that, right? Hold if they were hold back it. there holding up. Um, hold it. Uh, Stop. Putting, Stop. 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 I mean, help me understand. Stop. I never had an issue with Arn and Tully going to WWE. That's number one. Let's start there. I had an issue when they showed up all together with J.J. Dillon and tried to have that, like, four horsemen thing, whatever. I had an issue with that. But that's that's neither here nor there. I don't have an issue with Arn and Tully going there. Arn got fired. The timing of everything just happened to be Arn got fired for the WWE for something that, he, that it was a negligent thing that he did. And... He got fired, and the timing was everything, and he got hired by AEW right when they were about to start. So Arn, so Arn got Arn got hired. I don't have an issue because Arn was an, is knowledgeable. Arn, I felt, had put in his time with WWE, and it thought he, you know, he could have been given a pass. I, I get what he did yeah, was not right, but he could have been given a pass, but he wasn't, and he was fired. Okay, he got hired by AEW. Which is okay. I don't, don't have an issue with that. I understand why he was hired at AEW. I was not thrilled when they hired Jim Ross. And I'm going to tell you why I was not thrilled about when they hired Jim Ross. It's not because I want Jim Ross calling wrestling matches in WWE. It's because I don't think Jim Ross should be calling wrestling matches, period, anymore. The last, what about Tony Schiavone? Tony Schiavone... I, Tony Schiavone has not. I like Tony Schiavone. I like Tony Schiavone. I wish WWE would have hired Tony. Listen to what I'm going to tell you before you say anything. I wish WWE would have hired Tony Schiavone way back when, when it was still, you know, time to bring in Tony. But 20 years had passed, and, you know, they were not going to bring Tony Schiavone in to start calling. You know, Monday Night Raw was not going to happen. Tony Schiavone going to AEW, I think, here's, the only issue I have with Tony going to AEW is I think Tony was just hired off the popularity of the podcast, off Conrad Tom, because everything, a a lot of what happens in AEW or what happened in AEW revolves around Conrad Thompson. And I got an issue with Conrad on top of that. But whatever. That, that, that's, the, that's lame, dude. Come that's not lame. That's lame. That is not lame. This dude wants to work. Yes, it is. If this dude wants to work, he can work. And if he got hot with WWE me, today, or if he left AEW today and went to WWE tomorrow, you'd be fine with uh, it. Uh, I wouldn't. You're wrong. I wouldn't. If Tony left AEW to go to WWE to replace somebody bad, that's an entirely different story. 
But I wouldn't go just to just to put Tony Schiavone on commentary in WWE. No, I would not be for that. I would not. You really? Am I, am I thrilled that Tony Schiavone is in AEW? I don't care either way. Um, I do. Are I you think. Okay listen, are you okay with anybody being in AEW? Am I okay? I just told you I'm okay with Arn being in AEW. I'm just saying outside of Arn, are you okay with anybody else being there? If someone gets fired from WWE and they need to work, are you okay with anybody else going there? Depends on the circumstances. What you mean depends on the circumstances? They got fired. They don't have a job. Okay. They're restless. That's what okay. they do. They need to work. Let me There's add, a place okay. that's willing to hire them. Okay. I mean, for example, if you were in a situation for like example, that your job and you got fired and do you, you need a place think, to work, do you, think, do you think people should be on the side saying it depends on the circumstance you hire no, them? Or you'd be no. like, no, I know what I'm doing. It's, in wrestling, it's a little bit... People, in wrestling, it's a little bit different. This is not This is not the NBA. This, wrestling's a little bit different. But my question... Okay, but the thing is, AA, we grew up with these people doing the exact same thing. People got fired. They left. X Pac got fired. He left. People jump ship all the time. They left W A A. What is it? A W A and went to W W F. They left W W F. Went to W C W. My issue. We didn't have a problem then. Why is it a problem now when these people do the exact same thing that we grew up on? Because the same trends I saw in TNA have been seen for the most part happening with AEW. These trends were going on prior to TNA, and TNA still in business. Why is it a problem? Rick Flair got mad. He went to WWF. Um, uh, Kevin how many, got mad. He went how to many, WWF. But how many? Then these same people left for money, and they told you they left for money, and it's like whatever they left for money. Boom. But now these people do it. These people no. aren't even leaving for money. The only person that left WWF, WWE for money that I know of, or left because they were unhappy, was Dean Ambrose. Everybody else, either was on some type of legends deal, or they got fired. And then they went somewhere else. How is that a problem? Okay. You got somebody who doesn't have a job. What else are they supposed to do? And tell me how these firings are justifiable. How, what, how, how do you justify firing Samoa Joe when Triple H calls him the same day to hire him back? How did, they, how did he even get fired in the first place? He should have never been fired. Okay. But if AEW did the exact same thing, Oh, let me guess, because they knew and they should know better and they aren't ready and that's why they shouldn't be hiring all these people to begin with. They can't keep up with them. It would be a reason why they, they, they can't, they're not allowed. At some point, them. at some point, they're going to have more. Here's here's where I have a problem with yeah, All your problems listen, are listen, about stuff that hasn't happened. But you listen to what I'm going to tell you. Listen, like predictions okay. that you got for them. None of these things are happening. You saying they shouldn't have it. The Young Bucks shouldn't have a championship because what if they don't give them up? They shouldn't have three shows because they're going to burn themselves out. Um, they shouldn't have hired these people because one day they might – all the stuff you have a problem with them that you give me is all stuff that they haven't committed. And this ain't the minority report. You get you, 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 you punishing people and throwing them in jail for stuff they, they might not ever do. I think you like – Meanwhile, you got WWE who's committing all these I things. I think you like and you say, painting a painting, this picture of me having this bias – when in reality, I don't. I don't. You marketing this company for something they haven't even done. And meanwhile, WWE is doing stuff in your face, and it's like, yeah. See, I wouldn't bring AEW up if, if you didn't if you didn't mention it. If you didn't mention them, I wouldn't you, have brought it up. up. Half the time, I call, I only call it. I, all everything I say is a response to what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I brought up Cody, it's because I saw something that particular night. 
saying, oh my God, I can't believe I saw this. I wouldn't believe, you know, X, Y, and Z, and whatever. But if you come so on here and I, you hear me on a weekly basis, if you come on here and hear me on a weekly basis talking about AEW, then you're listening to another show because I don't talk about AEW. On this show, we've gotten into it with Young Bucks, and that because you brought him up. You've had a problem with Cody. You've had a problem with Kenny Omega. You've had a problem with Sting signing. You said you'll never forgive him. You can't believe he did that. You mentioned Mark Henry signing. You mentioned Paul. I've named six names already. I mentioned them signing. I'm a, listen, I do a wrestling yeah, show. Yeah, do you yeah, want yeah, me to not talk about the headlines? No, no. You have, you, you've mentioned you have a problem with them signing. I didn't say I got a problem with Mark Henry. I told you very clearly, very clearly, that I said Mark Henry signing with AEW surprised me because I thought he had one of those never-ending 50,000-year contracts with WWE that he was going to be a WWE lifer because he had never been anywhere else in the entire time he's been in the wrestling industry. That's what I said about Mark Henry. Big Show, different story. So you're found, you're found, you're, what's the problem with Big Show? Big Show left WWE because WWE had decided that uh, his time, which I believe, I'm, I'm in agreement here, that probably Big Show's time had come and that he was not worth the money he was demanding for the work that he was doing. Which okay, I, that's fine. And so which you know is what? fine. He had the right to go somewhere else, right? He went somewhere else. Actually, it's not even that he went somewhere else. He, I don't even think he, like, an announcement of his departure no, was ever made. His depart- WWF didn't want him to wrestle anymore, and he still had years to wrestle. Who? It's no different. And no one said then when Macho Man left, how dare he leave? He should have stayed. He should have stayed on that desk and commentary. I get, listen. No, he wanted to wrestle. Okay. Well, I wanted to wrestle, and and I just as much as I do. So you let me ask you this: Do you want to watch Big Show wrestle on a regular a regular basis? You know what? I don't care because WWE. Do you want to watch Big Show on a regular basis? Yes or no? If, number one, it, do you want to watch Big Show wrestle on a regular basis? I don't have a, I don't yes have a problem no. watching Big Show wrestle as long as he's wrestling, as long as he's used like he's intended as a monster. I don't care. He can come out there every single week. No different. Hottie, he won't be any different than how they use Braun Strowman in WWE for the, since for the last two, three years. So it doesn't matter to me. But you know what? Big Show's not going to come out there every week. You know that. I know that. You just don't want him there. And that's all it is to it. You remember somebody sit in WWE and rot and go man. somewhere else and make a name for themselves. <sighs> okay. And then you sat up there and said, if AEW do any of these things, that you would... I said in regards to the... the I said in regards to the story... No. I said... You have a bias. No, I don't have a bias. That's what that's called. You know. B-I-A-S, bias. No. You're wrong. So can we agree to disagree on this? No, we can't. The same way that he still wants to believe that Kendall Wyndham is a horseman, and he wasn't. He he is. He's he not. Out of <laughs> one day, See what I'm saying? Not. See what I'm saying? He's and Dwayne not. Johnson's won the day. No. And you lucky. See what I'm saying? I say you lucky. And Mongo has amnesty. I can't talk about him no more. 
I, I'm not gonna sit here and tolerate this. It'd be better if you just didn't even. If you, it, it, you know what'd be better? It'd be better if you didn't even plant the words AEW on your breath. If okay. a major story, so so wait a minute. Okay, so so God forbid, dun dun dun. You know, I'm knocking on wood. A wrestler drops dead in an AEW ring. I'm not supposed to talk about it. Don't 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 talk about it because you don't like them anyway. There's nothing they can do good. Okay. When when they did stuff with Brody, you were, you you were critical about how they handled the whole Brody Lee thing. I was oh, critical. That's all he did. They had his son out there. And he's in the. Ring I think blah, I blah, think blah. I think the parading of the son was was too much. That's what Who I said. Cares, no one can blame but you. Even AEW, even AEW. So you think AEW, you think it's fight. okay? You think it's okay that that a ten year old, okay, could be out on that show? I mean, because he's been on the show regularly since that happened. Uh-huh. Yeah, you think it's yeah, okay? Like you think like you think it's but okay. they, they took a ten, like do you mean like they took a ten year old and make him a WWE tag team champion? And I never said you that. that okay? And I never said that that was okay. Yeah, you, you never said it was wrong either. You just stay quiet on it, like you do with everything in WWE. WWE does. You stay quiet on it. Okay. okay. You turn a blind eye to it, okay, like Brett Lee. said back, like the boys in the back. You turn a blind eye to it. Okay. Okay, Lee. I know it's okay. It's not. For all these years, you. Here, I let you. I let you do it with TNA. I'm not going to sit here. I feel like Bret Hart again. Like when, when then why don't you watch? Then then if you want to come on here and defend AEW so much, why don't you watch it? I I watched clips of everything. No, I don't watch any wrestling. I don't I don't hear about clips. I want you to. I want to hear about you watching the show. I don't have time to watch anybody's wrestling program for three hours. I think NXT puts on a great product from what I see from the clips. But you know what? I'm not going to sit there and watch NXT because I can't give three hours. I'll watch three, four hours of basketball. I'm not going to do that with WWE. But you're not going to sit here and bash. You you haven't you you said by yourself. You said I can't. You it's sad you can't find one positive thing to say about this show. I said you have to let me think about it. What's there to think about, man? No, I'm you should be about like, you know, you know what? I would, you know, as someone who's been has been covering wrestling for this long, it'd be nice if you could say something like, you know what? It may not be my cup of tea, but I'm glad that there's an alternative for people to be able to watch. I it's, said that when they started. Cup of tea, I said that. that when they started. You, they, if they get the right to to, to something that's lying dormant in WWE, like like a, a name of a pay per view, and Cody go get the right because it's lying dormant. How dare he go? That's that's like different. That. That's I a little bit different. No, 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 that's different. different. It is it's different. No, it's different. Because if WWE, if WWE gets a name of a pay per view from WCW and they air it on a Friday night on a on a SmackDown, which is disrespectful to me. It is disrespectful. You 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 will say, oh, that I can't leave. It that. is you disrespectful. It is disrespectful. One of the first shows I did was talking about something that happened at a WWE Great American Bash. Criticizing them. So don't tell me don't tell me that I have a bias on WWE using WCW pay per view names. Like like Samoa Joe. I tell you what, you hated Samoa Joe and TNA. And when he got in oh, WWE, God. you got quiet on him, and you still be like, I don't like him, but you real quiet with it. But I guarantee if, if Hunter didn't call him back, and Samoa Joe showed up on, on that commentary or something like that, and AEW, not even to wrestle whatever, you'd have had a fit with that. Mm-hmm. I never You're liked Joe. You're wrong. Oh. You're wrong. When you start, so when, so when you start liking Samoa Joe, Double A, because as far as I know, 
I've never, I've never been a fan. You should be sitting up there lace, trying to lace up his boots. Cause it wouldn't I've be a never, I've never been a fan of Samoa Joe as a pro wrestler. I don't like. And his, you can never tell anybody a reason. I don't like his promos. I don't like his attitude. Don't like his demeanor. I just something about him just doesn't click with me. And yeah, never has. But everything he could have did, he can do better than Mongo. He can spit better than Mongo, further than Mongo. But when Joe went to commentary, I said, "Okay, Joe's very good at being a a color commentator. Maybe you know now that his what WWE do when he was on commentary? What they do?" They fired him. I get it, Lee. They fired him. Big mistake. They used him at WrestleMania, made him work in the rain, and they fired him the so next my day. Is this. You said he's good at commentary, right? So if he went to AEW and he was on commentary, they was like, you know what, this guy's out of job. Let's go send him over there. Would you be okay with that? If it would have been there to maybe replace like Excalibur, yes. If he would have replaced Jim Ross, no. I'm gonna tell you why because I got no because because Joe is not a good lead, Joe is not a good lead commentator. Would you be fine with that? Would have what? If they got Morrow, Morrow and uh and and Samoa Joe over there on commentary, would you be okay with that? I don't have an issue with that because the the, the issue here. Look, look, look. That's that's not a good example to use because Morrow is. He left WWE on his own accord. WWE didn't fire him. They tried to work with Morrow. And yeah, don't you think he should have left? I mean, he went through hell in WWE. He, he got did. bullied. He, he did. Scared. He did. He took a sabbatical, and I didn't think he was going to come back, and then he did. Triple H practically begged him to come back. And, um, you know. And meanwhile, the jerk, the jerk it, that bullied him, nothing happened to him, right? Unfortunately, that's that's who he is, and I think that's that's the way it's been accepted. I, I that's not right. That's not right. But there's there's people like Joey Styles that you know that stand up for themselves, and, and you know he gave him a black eye. So kudos to Joey Styles. I'm just saying, you got somebody who Samoa Joe by your own admission was good on the desk. He was good on the desk. Him. They fired him. Was going around putting his hands on people, and they put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but they didn't put him on that for his first thing. Listen, yeah. uh, listen, listen. Uh, yeah. Another excuse. Another, not another excuse, but it's <sighs> all right. I'm not going to even get into this. Listen, ahead, you know what? there are I'm others. There are others in the WWE Hall of Fame. Listen, there are others in the WWE Hall of Fame that have done far worse. Okay. Tony C, I apologize. I hijacked the show. I ain't gonna mention AEW. <laughs> I ain't gonna mention hey, AEW because I already know what I'm dealing with. They've done. They've done. Twice a year, y'all. Y'all have no, not done. It's right been happening. Right. It happened already like already four or five times this year. Situation. Double A has created this pitch and painted It is not. You're wrong. Universe, you are wrong, AEW, sir. AEW is the devil, and WWE is. You've and, been. And we, I just gotta live with that. You, There's nothing. You've had. You've had one too many of those chickens, and uh, and I don't know you. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. You have. I'm drunk on a chicken. You have. You <laughs> have this notion about me all of a sudden, and, and you uh, can't even go to the store. I got two Chick Fil A sandwiches waiting on me. So let me close the thing out. He can't even. He can't even look at the A and W root beer because all he can think about is AEW. Oh my God! Well, <laughs> you're full. 
You're not. Sorry, you're a goddamn fool. fool. That's that's all I. Can I, I, I and this is a man. This is this is this is coming from a guy that just two days ago revealed on a text message that the Burger King chicken sandwich is better than the Popeyes chicken sandwich. It's true enough. Is and Tony C agree with you. No, I ain't had it yet. I'm not eating no chicken sandwich from no tail burger joint, man. What the hell? What's the oxymoron? I see how Tony do. He sells out what he want to on the edge. <laughs> I know. If I, I want a chicken sandwich, I'm going to Chick-fil-A. You was right, Lee. That was good radio. That's not right, though. Both of y'all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I ain't calling yeah, you no more, dude. Dude, my, I'm sorry. I couldn't feel your spot, dude. Dude. Uh, oh my you, God. I mean, you, you, turn. listen, you, you just like coming on here. You like, I listen, I opened the door for you to call in. Listen, I opened the door for you to call in. You called in. You wanted to participate in the show, you know, because it's, it's, it's a Tuesday night. You probably got, got, got your night free. There's nothing really going on. So you wanted well, to hang out. You wanted to hang out with the boys and talk a little wrestling and whatever. And you went. And you went, got your big ass spoon, and started to stir the pot up. And uh, yeah, that was, no, you started it, but you talked about AEW. And I, I wasn't going was to talk about AEW. I brought up this writer that got fired. That's what I brought who, up. Who stirs the spoon? Got to lick it. What? No, you that's all right. That's all right. Though you drove Surf away. That's why he don't call in. Yeah, there, yeah. That's that's the reason why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the rock. It's like you gonna you gonna have about some Randy Orton was John Cena's greatest opponent. I but, that's uh, and I did say that and that's true. Oh it was man, it was Edge. It was Edge. No, I, Edge is a close second though. But Randy Orton's is his greatest I would opponent. Give Edge, 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 Randy Orton is three. Is Brock Lesnar and Edge? No, in the one and two. Spot. No, Brock. Brock yeah. is Brock. I don't think Brock doesn't break Brock, the top five. But he was stuck like when he was stuck like John Cena. No, Brock doesn't beat the top. Uh, enter the top five in that list. No, because they only had what three matches total. I think. Yeah, three. Well, they wrestled quite a few times when he was worried. Like Just this. because Brock Hardwayed no. Cena does not mean no, that that's a great they feud. Twice or once or twice, but they wrestled on SmackDown. On a pay per view, they fought at Backlash. What, they wrestled three. They wrestled, yeah, I think it was Backlash two thousand three for the WWE title. Yeah. And they, then they fought. Back then, then they didn't wrestle again on a pay per view for another <laughs> kept them nine years, nine or ten years exactly. Right, um, that extreme rule. No, back. I, I think, and um, then, and then they wrestled twice. Then no, they only, and then, yeah, they, they did, did wrestle twice. They wrestled and then Brock beat him for the championship when he's. That's what I'm saying. Him. Twice, yeah, but that was two years later. They've only had three high-profile matches. Is what yeah, they only had Edge, Edge, Edge had more high-profile matches with Cena than Randy. Right, Orton. I agree, and that's why. Edge ain't well, no, 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 no. Orton, Orton had more matches than than Edge. I wouldn't say that Edge is. I wouldn't say that Orton and Cena are are each other's rivals like Orton that. and Cena feuded. In I think they feuded. They feud no, but they feuded they and had big matches in 2007, 2008. Yeah. I want to say nine, and then they had the feud in 2000. About Randy Orton, eleven or twelve. Uh, 2013. Thirteen. Thank you. Huh? You can say about Randy Orton and Triple H. 
You can say the same thing about Randy Orton and other people. Well, at the beginning, Triple H had no, but we are talking about it. That rivalry, yeah, it wasn't but, even no rivalry at first. But we are talking about Triple or John Cena specifically, and who his greatest opponents are. And his greatest opponent, to me, to me, this again, my opinion, not Lee's opinion, is Randy Orton. Well, that well, no, no, no. So don't try to fix it up because I got the text message proof. The the poll said the poll said in your opinion. Who was his favorite? The number one. And I said, I said, and I said, all I put was, I'm surprised that um, Edge ranked so low because Edge was low in it, and then you was like, and I said, wrong. And I said, uh, they're, Randy I, I said they're wrong. Well, double A doesn't say it. Didn't ask who was the number one person. I, in, your uh, in your opinion, I said the reason why I said they're wrong is because a lot of people vote simply based on. Not facts, but they vote. They, they base. They vote on popularity, wrong, huh? But it was an opinion. It was a question about your opinion, and your opinion can't be wrong. I okay. If you want Edge to be number one, that's fine. I don't got an issue with it. Lee. I didn't say I want Edge to be number one. All I said was I'm surprised that he ranked so low. And I said I did. And I gave you and I gave you a reason why. I gave you and I told you it was wrong, and I gave you a reason. I, I mean, I'm telling you, people are voting for out of stupidity. They're not voting because that's that's you know what they really feel. They see the name The Rock. They don't process what the what the question being asked in the poll is. The they Rock see the name The Rock the head, and two matches. Two matches. They, yeah, they and they click Rock. That's it. They asked them. They asked the question was what was their favorite. So those people say their favorite was Cena and The Rock. That can't be wrong. But that's not so a rivalry, though. I just said I'm surprised. They did. They did have a rivalry. The, the reason why no, no the reason why two matches. That's not a back and forth. Robbery ain't just your matches, though. And Lee, they start feuding when Miz the reason why that's a storyline. The the the, the, the reason is the actual like matches. The reason oh, why no. Listen, Lee, if 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 the poll read Rock fifty, Edge forty, something like that, okay? If it read something like that, I would say, okay, well, fine. Then I would probably still comment like, well, the people who picked the rock are probably smoking crack or something, but whatever. The fact that there was such a huge discrepancy, okay? Because the match huge discrepancy. High profile my and, ass. My it is people it is, people voted for the rock because they they looked at the list of names and said, oh, rock. They voted they without even processing the question. Because as I've said it before and I'll say it again, wrestling fans are stupid. Okay. How can something be a rivalry and they only had two? That's that's okay. more like I'm a series. I'm gonna ask you a question with that. That's not even a series. I'm gonna, answer your, two I'm gonna answer your question with that. In addition to what I said earlier about it not just being matches, it's about storyline. It's also got something to do with all right, Samoa Joe, one of the greatest ROH feuds. Well, we talking about Cena and Rock though. Was Samoa Joe and CM Punk? Who had those three matches? All they That's had. That's one more than right. And, and, Cena. They were, and they were classic. But it was more stuff compared. Cena came in. They, he, he was involved in the whole Miz and 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 match at WrestleMania 27. Then they were going to wrestle each other, and then they teamed up and they were going. They were feuding every week 
going back and forth taking shots. They teamed up against Miz and R-Truth at Survivor Series or whatever it was. Then they had a match. Then a year later, they had another match. I mean, it was something that and was... that's it. For three years, though, it was a storyline that went on. It wasn't like they just but, had a match walked away. But within, but within two... What, what would you say? Within three to two years? Two, maybe, maybe three years... I can give you a better rivalry than that off the top of my head. Rock and Triple H. All right, all right, all right. Then I play. I, I That's play a real rivalry right, right there. If somebody would have named the top ten feuds for Ron Simmons in his career, I guarantee you, you would say you would you would somewhere in there have Vader in there listed somewhere. Yes. No, I wouldn't because and he only, to yes, me yes, that wasn't the feud. No, exactly. so they really No, no, no. I, hold on. That's not a rival. I would pick Vader because Vader had. They did have a feud. They did. That's a feud, but a rivalry goes on in my book. <laughs> a lot a rivalry is different that's than a feud. Opinion of what it is. I mean, I, I should think someone with uh, with knowledge would think. Something goes on longer. That's a rivalry. Then a feud is short. A rivalry goes on a longer time. And that's what, that's how I look at it. Hogan and Hogan had a rivalry, and they didn't wrestle all that time before that. Who? But that's Hogan and Flair. But Hogan and Flair, once they got together, they did wrestle over what from '94 to what 2000. Shitload times. I'll go on, I, 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 I'll even go on, the 92. I, you know what? I'll, go on, I'll say they had a robbery and they weren't even in the same company. I would agree with that. But because then the when they got in the company, because, well, when because they got into the same company, they, I'm gonna piggy, they went into it. was still a robbery. I'm going to piggyback so off what gonna right on either front. But I'm going to piggyback off what you said because... Because how yeah, many? Because they're in the same business. How so, many? Yeah, how, I mean, they how were, many? The matches don't. It don't matter how many matches you had. They had zero matches, and they still had a rivalry. How many of those but, magazine covers in the they, old days? You make my point for me. Cena and Rock wasn't even on the same plateau. If no, you really think about it. No, Hell, that's but, different. They were in the same company. Don't matter when it comes they to were in the same company. The amount of my matches don't matter. Hogan and Flair had a rivalry and not even in the same company because they were on the same. They were on the same. They were on the same cover. They were. That was not a rivalry. That was a feud. No, that was a rivalry. It was a rivalry. How the hell is there was a rivalry? That that storyline. Ten years prior to the no. That storyline. That story. Yeah, that's right. Not a. That was a feud. No, that story. Damn rivals. That storyline, no, 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 no. that storyline, that storyline between The Rock and John Cena started prior to WrestleMania 27, and it went that. through WrestleMania 29. So that was two right, years plus. They were, that was, it started back like No, it started. It started. Rock came back the February before that WrestleMania. So he came back, so, it was okay, like February, right. no, 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 he came back like February 20, because they were saying, and now introducing the host of WrestleMania 27, and they didn't say who it was, and out came The Rock. The Rock came, they had that promo, or Rock had the promo, and I believe it was the next week on Raw, is when Cena was cutting a promo on The Miz, and he brought up The Rock in the promo. And that's kind of was, it laid the the seeds and of course what happened at Wrestlemania then it spilled over 
to the next night on Raw that they challenged to each other to the WrestleMania in Miami. You know, because WWE wanted time to build up to have that, that WrestleMania match for The Rock in Miami, but they were not going to be able to do it because The Rock couldn't come in and do it based on his movie schedule and whatnot, and it was not going to have the same oomph if The Rock came yeah, in at the Royal Rumble prior to WrestleMania. I think there's a de- the definition is different. I think we you guys are perceiving you guys are perceiving the definition differently. I think. You see what I mean? He brought his spoon with him today. I don't give a damn about none of this at this time. This time tonight. Usually I don't give it to Tony, but Tony be turning on me on the air, and then we be one on one on the phone. Listen, the last time, the last time he did this, now you trying to snitch. So listen, the last time, the last time this happened, because you trying to snitch. The last time this happened, Hollywood Hogan was the center of this. Kevin loves. Any other time, Tony, you call you call stuff out for what it is. You be like, "Yeah, you are right." But now, hey man, like, you oh, guys are having uh, a heated debate. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Because at the end of the day, he's not gonna see how you see it. You damn sure ain't gonna see how he see it. So. Okay, don't let me be on this call. Don't let me be on this call when Doom calling. Then, because I'm gonna do you the same way. I'm gonna be like, "Hey, yeah, you're oh you're my god, you. no!" When Doom come on here, he start talking about Donald Trump. You on your own. I've been on my own <laughs> when it comes to that. All right, okay. All right, all right. Yeah, you remember the date and time stand for that since you've been on your own. I ain't never had your back. All right, all right. I ain't never had your back. All right, okay. All them times on calling the show, we used to be getting into it with Java Junkie and all them. I ain't never had your back. All right. You guys did have it out over. You need to rename this episode. Starcade and things like that. No, I mean you guys want to. You guys want to have. This is, you guys want to. You was on your victim shit tonight. You, 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 that's all right. I'm, I'm being listening. I ain't calling it no more. Listen, <laughs> there you go. Cause this show got a bias. Bias. We running you off, running you off right now. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm saying, you being kicked out of better joints than this. I'm jumping shit. Where there's no more oh, ships, all the ships that are out there at sea all have have holes I'll in the boats. Show that comes on right before your show. I'll call that. One. <laughs> so you're gonna so you're gonna call the taped show and uh, and talk to them. He wouldn't be wrong. He wouldn't be wrong. Uh, he wouldn't be wrong. I would, I would get better. I would get better responses. To what's going on? A, a fair response is going to AEW than what I get on this. One. Let me let me ask you something, Lee. Let me right. let me let me ask you something. Let me before before uh, no freaks and effing geeks get ready to come back. That's why he's throwing all this. Yeah, he's he's, 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 he's wet his whistle. Oh, That's yeah, what it is. With the tomfoolery that I've been going on. Oh, that's tonight. bullshit. That is uh, bullshit. He's he coming back. Between y'all chicken sandwich, y'all tasting food, double A even lost his taste in food. Y'all men say, well, how about... He is... Uh, he is... He gonna tell me that the Burger King sandwich... It, it is... Taste, y'all taste good. That, that Burger King sandwich make that Popeye sandwich taste like dude. You know... <laughs> 
<laughs> no seasoning. You know, on, Tony C. Damn Burger King sandwich at all. Tony, Tony C. You said you ain't had it yet. I said that's why I said probably. Tony C. I I haven't it's been. So, you go speaking like double A. Talking about coulda, shoulda, woulda. Tony C. I haven't been ice skating in twenty years, but I'm sure if I put on a pair of skates right now, it you know it will take me a few minutes, but I'll get going again. That's what he's doing. Whatever, both of y'all kiss my ass. <laughs> I'll keep that for a drop. <laughs> I ain't saying shit. I ain't got time. I ain't got time for this. This is ridiculous. Y'all showed y'all. Y'all showed y'all. So, y'all so, showed y'all Saturday, and both of y'all tonight. Both so, Freaks is coming back what? Like in, in the fall? Game. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is the last time I will ever be on AM podcast again, ever in life. I was you retired? What's the date and time? At 1227 on, on June 30th. Last day of June in 2021. Retired again. Huh? I ain't saying shit. <laughs> Do it again, double. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> That's it. Y'all go ahead and put me in the, in the Hall of Fame. I ain't coming. I'm, 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 I'm done. And she played the ass like a fucking Nintendo game. <laughs> you know why? I feel like Batista did when he left back oh yeah he leave oh eight when he said he ain't like the way the peak the direction the company was going. Yeah, but he came back twice oh, after man. that. Right. <laughs> he came oh, back yeah, twice and, and, and maybe in a few years. Maybe in a few years I'll come back. But as of right now, I can't say but No, let me let, Okay, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I would do an AEW show if I came back on the network. Okay. they aren't being represented correctly. Oh, so so wait a minute. I was, I was funny. Watch, I would sit down and watch every episode. Let just, me just to piss double A off. So so I'm so I'm such a a, a a heel for AEW. Why is it that on Wednesday nights I have an AEW exclusive show on this network? Because you ain't got to do it. Are you trying to cover all bases? You still a businessman. <laughs> business I haven't collected a dime in fourteen about, years, and I'm a businessman. Professional wrestling, but you know what he does? He allows a show on his network that he don't even don't even listen to or watch or care about. There are five wrestling shows he, on this he network. Don't have to worry about AEW, and he don't have to worry about ROH. He can draw. A bit. That's what you are. You do the same thing. There are five wrestling shows on this network. Four you of them. Care about other sports like football, but you had a football show at one point in time. I've had every type of show on this network, but the point yeah. is... You don't care about comic books, really, a comic book show. What is it, the What Are You Ruling, whatever that was, sir? <laughs> <laughs> so he had it. That's coming back. That's coming back. Look, sir, if I come back with a show about flea markets or something, Double <laughs> A will let him on the air with it. The <laughs> rummage sales and stuff. You know, he to do with that. Going around the bingo. That is some Olympic shit. Now. <laughs> he said, Rumble. He needs to give you anything to get server back on air. Oh, God. Well, that's the last. Coming this fall, the premiere of the flea market. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see him now. That oh, he's so all surfer. Oh, I can surf over there. Hey, smooth wow. surfer, man. I hope you're somewhat listening, man. I hope you're okay. Oh, yeah. man, um, yard sales and everything else. Yard sales and etc. cetera. Something 75 cent, he tried to Jew him down. <laughs> I got 50 trucks. I got two quarters. I got two quarters. <laughs> Take it to leave it, okay? Take it to leave it, okay? You'll find out. 
Oh man. I get you guys. I'm done with y'all for the night. Eat your chicken sandwiches. Go eat your chicken sandwich. That's right. Chick-fil-A, the number one chicken sandwich in the game. Yeah, okay. The number one with a bullet. Maybe on Earth 616. But in the really real world, we all Nobody beats Chick-fil-A. Well, there are people that beat Chick-fil-A. Nobody beats Chick-fil-A. Okay. I bet you wouldn't even be able to finish one chicken. I don't want that big hunker unflavored chicken, man. That chicken, that's one of those juiciest. Uh, that's a, that, that's a, that's a, I bet it was no flavor. They some double D cup sandwiches. I did no tell you that, right? I did tell you that they were. They got plenty of flavor. They were. They were. They were large. Mm, mm, mm. The bun is good. The pickles, all of us good. Matter of fact, I'm gonna get two tomorrow for myself. <laughs> well, I got my two waiting on me, so no blame. Oh, yeah. Oh, stale bread. Chick fil A closed at 9 o'clock. That said it was five years uh-uh. ago. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Don't be a hater on me. Sitting over in the ice box. Yep, got more ice. So, how yeah. do you, so wait a minute. So, how do you reheat it? You know, put he, it he, in the oven. You know, he put the whole thing in there. He put the whole thing in there. He probably take it out of the oven. Put it in the microwave oven? No, in the oven, oven. You put it in the. So wait a minute, hold on. You turn on the you regular, know. the full blown house oven, and you, you put right, it in there. Two sandwiches. Yep. Do you pre? Do you preheat it? You preheat it? Or you yep. It? I damn so do oh preheat. Oh God, you go through a lot of effort to reheat a sandwich. Damn right. See, see, I use the oven to reheat everything hold it hold it so so wait a minute this is this is this is this is this is where we have some backward stuff we've got surfer that is baking cakes and toaster ovens and you're reheating sandwiches in a a regular baking oven why can't you two can switch don't knock it till you try it and let me tell you something i'm sure it's good but i'm sure it's good but still i I recommend it i won't ever i won't order a pizza from pizza hut anymore Hey man, the edge is. <clears throat> and to the to the Papa John's in Pembroke Pines, Florida, that keeps sending me coupons for a free pizza, keep on coming because two in one week is is a good thing. Papa John, there. Long as pizza got this edge, or they got my vote. <clears throat> unless unless Adam Copeland is going to deliver that pizza, I don't want nothing to do with Pizza Hut. God damn. That piece remember is when was, remember when juicy. he first came he was butt edge butt <laughs> yes. edge wow oh, yeah, yeah. you guys you guys uh, this yeah. is this is just this was a travesty all because all because you wanted me to hear my yeah, explanation of this woman travesty. getting fired rewrite history it's probably he rewrite history oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure up. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and edit this show to make to, to rewrite the narrative you want to be wrong? Is you know so? I'm sure you will. <laughs> I'm all sure o- you will. All over the, the parts where Lee says I have a bias, I'm going to insert double A, you do not have a bias. You know, it's just going to be... Do not. I'm going to put do not in there. Yeah. And I got the footage since Lee want to talk about it. I do have the footage of when I was saying Kendall Wendell was not a horseman and agreeing with Lee. 
But yeah. I got that footage since you on your own. Since, oh, since I'll never help you, you know out. You were, you were, you were agreeing with me and making fun of me. You were doing that for sport. You didn't really believe. Wow. Me. Okay. See, I can't even win from lose. I can't win from lose. Okay, because you 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 the main cool. one, and I ain't gonna never forget that stuff you did when you were talking about how Hollywood hung in this that and the third. But let me tell you something. The um. The only thing we didn't talk about is the 14 wrestlers that got released from WWE. And that was a damn shame because they released well, a lot of good wrestlers. Well, he he was was hung up on the fact of all the previously released wrestlers. But well, they better uh, not go to AEW. The w, they better not go to AEW. Listen, if they go, listen, <laughs> if they go to AEW, if they go to AEW and they're put in the main event, that's where I'm going to have the issue. If they go they go to AEW and work, and work the opening match, We'll have a and there hasn't been I'll one person that came over from WWE that they put in the main event over there. TNA used to do that stuff. AEW don't. But don't worry about it because as far as you're concerned, you'd be satisfied if they stayed on social service. God dang. Okay. If they say a welfare, welfare recipient and couldn't pay their bills, you'd be fine with that. So, so I shouldn't have a problem if Brock Lesnar shows up in AEW and wrestles in the main event. Brock Lesnar been gone everywhere else. Let, let me, let me, no, 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 no. Uh, not Brock Lesnar, sorry, not Brock Lesnar. Uh, sorry, I don't mean Brock Lesnar. But he did preface it by saying if he show up, it'd be in the main event. Now, listen, he did say that. But no, for, I meant, I didn't mean Brock Lesnar. I didn't mean Brock Lesnar. I meant Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman ain't going to no main event. If, if, what if he does? What if it should should I should I let okay, me ask you like I, like yes I, or no? Like I said earlier, Tony, okay, okay, I'm saying to you, should, everything that you say about AEW, you always talking about listen, what if? I, you don't have I always any, preface you it. You don't have any proof. Of, you don't have any proof of anybody who's shown up. And okay, went straight to the main event. Lee, in Lee, the two years Lee, they've been in existence. Lee, yes or no? Should I have a problem if Braun Strowman shows up and wrestles in the main event with AEW? Nope. Why not? And you know why you shouldn't? Why? Because out of the two, because of the two plus years they've been in existence, they haven't done it one time. But I can name you a ton of times WWE did it. I didn't say WWE hasn't done it. I can I can name times WCW did it. I so can I. So see I, don't see why, I don't I don't see why I don't I don't see why um I don't see why if they did do it one time why you would have a problem with it. We're used to it. We've seen this before in wrestling, right? Right? <sighs> they don't do that in AEW. AEW, you, you stick around. You said, Brody, well, Brody Lee's going to be in the main event. What? He wasn't in the main event. Uh, uh, Dean, even Dean Ambrose, and I can't stand him. They didn't throw him in there. It took it took months before he got a title shot. Oh, oh, I know what's going to happen. All Cody Rhodes is going to do is win a championship. Cody ain't been, ain't been world champion yet. Kenny Omega's going to win the championship. It took him over a year or whatever it was before he even got in the, in the title shot. The Bucks, same thing with the Bucks. They didn't touch him for a long time. And you had to eat those words. You know what you had to do? You had to lick it up. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you whatever. Both of y'all tired of this. I call it a show. I gotta listen to this by WWE. WWE. You, pray you can find these great opinions coming this fall with the return what of happened, Freaks what, what, happened, what, happened, what happened with Eva Marie this week? What happened with her this I don't know Anybody because I didn't, know? I didn't watch the show. Oh, okay. I barely watched it, so I don't know. Okay, what, 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 what's, what's going on with the um, 
I know one week you got on there. I'm tired every time I go in there. I watch the same tag match on AEW. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I know you watch AEW. Yeah, well, I do. And I'm tired of watching the same tag <laughs> match. <laughs> I never so said I, had, I, I do. I had to bring up what I had to bring up. I had to bring up what I had to bring up about um, what's his name, uh, 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 Drew McIntyre being on every week in the main event. He been in the main event every week. He yeah, himself. you right about and, that. And W and and and, 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 and um and Dubal, Dubal won't say nothing about that. And I gotta bring it up, and he'd be like, "Yeah, you're right, Lee. I guess you're. I guess you're right." But let let somebody go over there. But he concerned about Braun Strowman getting the title picture. He had Braun Strowman was world champion. He didn't care about that. But now he got a problem with Braun Strowman. Now he ain't had a problem with Braun Strowman. I had to bring it with Braun Strowman. Team with some referee's kid in a in a world tag. That was a, that was disgusting. That's up there with David. That a WrestleMania, wasn't it? A WrestleMania. We, we got we sitting up there, all of us. We're talking about Shawn Michaels and Booker T on A and E and their documentaries, and and here come. Uh, the Walking Dead or whatever it was walking out there the wrestling world went flaming mad over that double A uh, you know I mean what do you expect I mean I mean <laughs> so, I hate to try to hate, I hate whatever to man whatever <laughs> alright wait wait cause you know I I, I, I ain't saying I'm, I'm be quiet. Well, yeah. I don't know what I had. A good, I had a good run. If you guys hear from me again, if y'all hear me again in the air, it'll be collect. You know, yeah. Because I what, what time the AEW show come on? That's on the network. <clears throat> oh, uh, Wednesday nights uh, at ten fifteen live. Right, 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 right after they go there, off the huh? air. Yeah, right after they go off the air. Live, huh? Live. How many times you show up on there? That's right. You don't watch it. You just critique it. How many times have I shown up on any of the other shows on this network? I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying. You don't watch the AEW. You just critique it. You don't watch it. You just critique it. You watch NXT. Actually, I do watch it. I don't watch it religiously, but I do watch it. No, I said you do. I said you even watch NXT, but you won't watch AEW. <clears throat> they come on the, you can just... Yeah, see? Because there's nothing on AEW that interests me. I, I, I do watch I, Kenny Omega though. I, I watch Kenny Omega. I ain't gonna lie. Him and Don Callis. Don't, don't say that. Like I said, you know Doom will be the co-host. Don't say be watch. That's just as bad as what that girl said talking about. She 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 ain't know the product. Don't say that. <laughs> boy, you hell. Please don't don't stop. Don't say that, boy. You know Double A man. <clears throat> he starts spitting nails. Yeah, Mr. Dewey said. I'm so mad I can spit nails. Say what? You creep. I'm so mad I can spit nails. He said that. Don't mess with the do man. Don't mess with the do man. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. I hope hope Double A one day, somewhere in the near future, that you could be made aware and accept and take onus for your pernicious ways. (laughs) My pernicious ways? The, the way you performed on the phone on this phone tonight, I mean that was Oscar worthy. I mean you you performed tonight on this phone. You told I mean just straight lies. I thought I knew you. I've known you for over a decade now, and I've never. What, what by Angela say Tony when they show you who they are? What are you supposed to do? Believe them. 
believe him. My he believe him. was nice. He sat up there and told me to my face. He said, if AEW, right, AEW did even thought about doing tomorrow what WWE did, they're wrong. Oh, wow. They are. I'm not going to get into this. That's not a bias. That's not a bias. It's not a bias. It is. No, we are. It is a preference based. Uh, I'm not going to get into this because it's almost one o'clock in the morning. I know. I'll look, I asked you to take the poll when you won't do it. I, I told you I'll take the poll. Do the poll. I know exactly what will yeah. come out of it. Hey, and the only person, the only person going to agree with you is Deontay Baker. And don't worry about me name dropping because he don't listen to no show on the network. He just hangs out in the, in the, on, the on the group page. <sighs> Deontay Baker be the only one to agree with you because he don't like nothing but WWE. You think? <laughs> but the Domingo boys, I had something to say. I'm sure. Of course they do. I get into the room with them. I know exactly they, how they, that they, poll they, they would come about out. Your foolishness and your. I know exactly pop, how. Poppycock. I... <laughs> Believe you, man. I believe you. You want to call yourself a wrestler? Let me stop. He he said, Me and my pernicious ways, Tony C. Those are some. Those are (laughs) some. He said that. He said that. Those are some incendiary comments. You're you're, you're, you're evil. I'm an evil person. With the way you treat them, man. You you have nothing nice to say about the company. I gave you opportunity to do it more than once. I have to think about it. Come on. That's disgusting. I got to think about it. What's disgusting is that chicken that you've been putting in your system and making you spew all this uh, nonsense. Whatever. Whatever. Uh That helps you sleep. If that helps you sleep tonight, you the one got to... No, the thing that will help me sleep tonight will be the lavender tissue that's in my pillow. Whatever, man. You said some nasty, evil stuff about AEW, Cody Rhodes. Uh-huh. If Dusty was alive, he wouldn't even. Well, that, that, that's you text. I said, I said, you I said if Dusty, Dusty saw wheels in his grave, I, that's exactly what I said. Because of his Cody Rhodes' entrance was that bad that Dusty would be uh-huh. doing cartwheels in his grave, uh-huh. really cartwheels uh-huh. over an entrance. Uh-huh. A three hundred pound dead body doing cartwheels in a in a grave is going to make a lot of noise. Disgusting. And then you lied. I said, now what if Flair came out the center and everybody else came out the side? He would never do that. No, Triple H, Triple H. You know good and well Triple H was capable of doing something like that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see it. Come I could now. see Triple H coming out first with them coming out afterwards. But coming out from a separate entranceway? No. The King of Kings? The one with the self-playing King of yes. Kings? That's the most arrogant title you could ever mm-hmm. have. I know that. And you can't see him walking out in the... That's all right. That's all right, though. Keep it on. It's all adding up. Okay. Only see taking that account. And like I said, just like everything else, you got to lick it up. But you're going to bow down to AEW before this is all said and done. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know something. Mm-hmm, because all this stuff, they're going around just firing people. they doing that for sport, just firing people. And then hiring people. That's it. Mm-hmm. And you got something to say about Tony Khan. We'll mark. see. I'd rather deal with he Tony is a mark. Khan as a mark. You, will you talent. Let, will you at, talent. will you at it, least it, admit it, that? Will you months. at least admit that? What? That Tony Khan is a mark. I don't see nothing wrong with that. I will admit it. I don't see nothing wrong with it. He's involved in his company. He cares. 
It's like no different than Ted Turner was one. Well, I don't know if he. I don't know if so much that he cares. Ted Turner was one too. No, Ted was just an investor. No, he was not just an investor. You know, he really cared about wrestling. He cared about wrestling, but not enough to get so involved it, that he, and a, an investor. An investor is what Sinclair is doing. Ted, no, I, that's no. Where they were like, "Oh, we can make money off of this. Let's do it." And Ted really cared about wrestling. Ted cared about wrestling, but Ted didn't get involved enough to make any. His hands were tied at the end. What was he supposed to do? No, not even at the end. Just even in the beginning time, he put people that he, you know, that were friends yeah, in charge. And... Stuff to run. He was doing stuff with the Atlanta Braves. I understand that, Lee. I'm not faulting Ted he for that, up, but he Ted up didn't when it matter. He showed up when Hogan showed up. Flair. <laughs> he showed up for that contract. What? what two? Two? Three appearances in, 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 in thirteen years he made. Listen, I don't fault Ted for that. You know, I know I know his hands were tied, but I'm saying, you know, he his influence in WCW was more of a financial uh, thing than it really was anything. I mean, it really it was nothing wrong. No, if he showed up more, it would have been bad. It's okay. No, but that's not that's not what I what I want. Tony, to... Tony Khan showing up on TV is fine. After Daddy show up, I'd be like, this is weird. But Tony Khan showing up, I can see him being a. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Tony Khan showing up is fine. You ain't had no problem with Vince McMahon start becoming Mr. McMahon. Because that was a takeoff Eric Bischoff. Which, by the way, McMahon did it better. He did. But it was two different, totally different roles. No, it was different roles, but... but, but If Bischoff didn't turn, if Bischoff had not turned, McMahon probably would not have done it. McMahon wouldn't have worked for two reasons. Two things that, that the two things that made McMahon work. Him screwing Brent in real life and hitting Stone Cold. Otherwise yeah. it would have just been I don't think that character would have went as far as it would I been. agree. But look, McMahon did a whole bunch of heel promos in Memphis and they went nowhere. So But whatever. Yeah, whatever. Y'all 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 crazy. Y'all y'all you like I said before, you need to be drug tested. Some of the stuff you've been saying lately, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's that vaccine sitting so, in, or if it's the um, something they put in the water. Well, what, I listen, don't know what it is, Tony C. Tony, listen, I don't have time right now to get into Tony C. Heating up enough and to heat up two chicken sandwiches. I don't have time. All right, the- y'all standing in the way of me heating up this oven, so <laughs> I'm waiting on y'all to pull this thing to the to the Look, station. He could have been. He could have been wheeled himself. The oven is waiting right now. I, the oven is heating. I'm just waiting. I can't understand that. I can't understand why he's doing that and surfers going through toaster ovens like underwear. So, hey man, don't knock what I'm doing. It's not gonna knock it. Surfing some somewhere watching mash and eating. I am pain. not. Uh, listen, don't, don't. I am not knocking it, Tony. I know it'll come out you, good. We miss you, surfer. I, I know it'll come out good. It's it's the it's the hassle of and the process that, that is of, of going through of heating up a, an oven just to heat up a chicken hey, sandwich. On two hundred, double A. On two hundred, you gotta put it in two hundred. You don't want to put it no higher than that. It's gonna burn. 
I mean, so let me ask you a question. Do you just put the, do you, after you take it out the ice box, I'm sure that's what y'all call down there, what, the refrigerator, the ice box, what y'all call this, the refrigerator? After you take it out of there, do you separate it and just put the chicken patty in there and then you put like the bread in like the last couple no, of minutes? No, you put the whole sandwich on there and then you warm it, then you season it on up with a little salt. Do you have sauce on there? Wait a minute, you add salt. No, no, I get the, uh, I got my Chick-fil-A sauce. Yes, sir. So, wait a minute, do you heat it up inside the uh, the foil bag? No, 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 hell no. I got better (laughs) sense than that. I don't play like that. No, in the oven, you can in the regular oven. You can in the oven, yeah. No, I don't play like that. Yeah, you can't do it in a toast oven, but you can do it in a regular oven. It might get a little No, I don't play like that. You know what? Yes. You put four when you put when you making when you putting four in there every time. Right. You should try it. You should. How long you leave it in there for? Five minutes. Give about five seven minutes, something like that. I mean, I, mean, I can see if you had like four chicken sandwiches and you would warm up a two chicken sandwiches. Yeah, it seems a lot for two chicken sandwiches. Look, he spent look double. I'm, I know y'all hear you, y'all. I'm let you go. He spent more time warming up the oven than he got the stuff in the oven. I know he does. Oh, you preheat the oven. No, but that's so the thing. Yeah, you're you're spending more time heating it up. I don't take. I don't take that number. I, don't, I say it don't take that long to preheat. I mean, listen. We we can go into this discussion another time, and we'll get we'll get Surfer on here to to somehow justify this. And you know, we you know. Sure? You haven't been doing because I ain't calling I, in no more, y'all. I mean, I remember. I remember Wait, we had a we had a discussion on here. We had a discussion on here one time about baking a pizza on a tray versus directly on the rack like it says on the instructions so this whole thing about you Tony had, you also have one about pancakes and the size pancakes should be I remember that too that, that, yep. that I did too but you don't, you don't want the ones that size hardcore smart girl Jasmine says she, they, she likes her the size of a plate yeah that's true that's yeah, yeah no you, you, that's did, just, you didn't like that for some no I, I, I don't like that that's pancakes are meant to be manageable and a, and a pancake the size of a dinner plate there's no room for air there. I mean, you put pancake syrup on, and you want the reservoir of syrup to build up at the bottom of the plate, not sop no, over the side cut, onto the placement. She's cutting it, double A. She's cutting it. She's cutting it after it's well, on I'm the plate. Trying on how, it. I'm trying to figure out how she flipped it. That's what I'm trying to figure out. She probably got a big spatula. But I'm saying, if you get two pancakes like that, that's cool. And Tony C with two oh. chicken sandwiches in the big oven, not even a toaster oven. I know. We gotta, what rack you put them on, Tony C? We got a top rack. Put them on the top rack. We got. We got a. We there's a there's a lot of things wrong with this world, and now we just added another problem to it. So you did. Uh, well, the way you performed tonight, that was that was a big that was a big glitch in the matrix. The way you was acting, that was a big glitch in the matrix. I was like, I know, I've seen that cat before, because something ain't right. See, I, something I, was not right with you tonight. See, I, I'm gonna. That's all right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a uh, uh, a chicken and reheat it, double A style, like I did the Whoppers. That I still oh, can't. You were, that I still get shit on. You were ridiculous with that Whopper. Because I, you, I think you did that. Video. He ran home. Put them whoppers on that stove, and, and were, I was like, "He is really serious about this." And they were glorious. And you did that for what was it, one whopper or two? Two. I never would do it less than than two. Okay, all right, got you, got you, got you, got you. What can I do for a big fish sandwich or a fish sandwich? 
Why would that's what I don't get? Why would people? I don't get why people eat the fish sandwich. Cause it's delicious. Do you eat Look, the just big? Just because you don't like seafood, just because you don't like seafood, don't mean anything wrong. There's something about there. fast food seafood that doesn't compute with me. Their fish sandwich is who's and it's kosher. And who's kosher? Who's it's kosher? No, who's Burger King? That's what I heard that yeah. they've got the best one, but I mean, since I don't need fish, so I don't one. know. They got the best one. Don't get that little uh, that little shoehorn <laughs> piece of thing that they got over McDonald's. Burger King has the best one. It's smaller. They used to have the big one back when I was working there back in the day. They used to have a big fish. Now it's the the BK fish. A little well, the bun they got on there. It's like a brioche bun. It's really good. Try oh, it. I don't get tartar sauce on there. I ain't gonna tell you what I put on my fish sandwich because you you well, you you'll laugh your butt off. What do you what do you what do you put on your fish sandwich? And that'll be the, that'll be our closing our closing words, huh? All right, I'm gonna tell you what I put on what I get from what I'm gonna tell you what I get from there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this and I'm just gonna shut up and let you have your laugh. And that'll yeah. be closing thing. And you'll talk about it next week or text me later. I get <laughs> I they like two for five or they they either two for five or they are like you buy one get one free. So I get two fish sandwiches with cheese, only ketchup, and I order onion rings, and I take some onion rings and put it on the fish sandwich. Okay, the onion rings and the cheese I understand, but the but the ketchup is what's throwing me off. Oh, it's so good. Ask the mother. I know you ain't talking. The ketchup doesn't your make sense. It's your, your little dried up, shriveled up fish uh, chicken sandwich that's for six, two thousand. Hey man, they gonna, them sandwiches meant to be fresh. They meant to no. be fresh. They meant to be ate when I eat them, goddamn. Good night, good night, Tony. Go to go go take a pill. Good night. Uh, I can't with you. You know that's next. That's next go after, after the chicken sandwich. After the reheated go watch sandwich. Barretto or mass or whatever else is on your docket. Go no, watch sir, it. Sir, sir, watch it, man, sir. Whatever it is. Go watch it in the heat of the night. Go Go ahead and watch that. With Carol O'Connor, with his races behind, go watch that. Yep. Birds and tips. Papers, papers, y'all, papers. Oh, get out of here. 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 Get out or Friday at not at seven, the Shining Wizards Monday at seven. This program next Tuesday at nine, and we'll see if if Prince Cardigan Champion watches or listens in next week and contributes somehow, because that'll be the alter ego we'll call in. I'm always listening for the show. This is my this is my joy. I'm, I'm still looking for the show. I just ain't calling no more. Cause y'all until y'all get until I get four more pilots. The alter like, ego like, will call in, like, like Robert Guillaume told told Morgan Freeman. I want a four more pilot. They call it no more. You're full of it. That's In all I'm discussion? I've actually tried to cue that up. <laughs> That's what I want. I want a formal apology. I ain't calling it no more. Either that or Double A's got to sing the um, East Side uh, I ain't sing album. That. He got to sing, he gotta sing the song in full. And you better know it. Those, 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 those are the only... Those are the only options. And you got to sing the Miss Powers version. Those are the only. And I want to hear it complete with the. But. If we. I want to hear it that way. 
So I we want the formal apology or that. That's the only way you can get Fight me on the discussion. Debate is over. You will write you a formal apology. I will what? A formal apology for your treatment of Mrs. Elliot and Darnell and, and for your vicious and thoughtless insult to the women of this community. You will kowtow. You will step and fetch. Frank, if you think you can get me. Get used to it. It's the way of the world. If you're so hot on discipline, then goddammit, start by accepting mine. Because contrary to popular opinion, I'm the head nigger in charge. Awkward pause for about 30 seconds. Come on, let's get something. And with that, have a good night, everybody.